Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back, ev- Welcome oh, Bark, everyone. Welcome to, to Bark, <laughs> the surface of a tree. Welcome to that. You want to start again? I do. Okay. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Weekly Planet, official podcast of comicbookmovie.com. My name is James, junior editor at that website. You might know me as Mr. Sunday. With me, as always, is my co-host, Nick Mason. Hi. All right. Welcome back. We're on the internet. <laughs> we, sure, we sure are. What a thrill. Isn't it, though? Yeah. Like, you know, it's so rare for people to get on the internet and just, just spout their dumb just opinions. Sh- just shout about nothing. Just shout about nothing to nothing to no one. It's pretty great, right? It sure we, is. Yeah, it's an honour. Yeah, yeah. All right, Mason, straight to the news. Okay. Let's not muck around. Because this is a podcast about news and yes. stuff. Br- barely the news? Barely the news. Gotcha. Roughly the news. Roughly the news. That's mm. it. There we go. Remember we talked about that DC lineup last week? Yeah, movie And lineup. we were like, that's bullshit. We did say that, yeah. Well, just to reiterate yes. the lineup. Is that the word for this? Whatever. <laughs> Shazam 2016, July 2016, sorry. Sandman Christmas 2016, Justice League May 2017, Wonder Woman July 2017, Flash Green Lantern Team Up Christmas 2017, Man of Steel May 2018. More like, wow, that's a lot of movies in a really short amount of time. Mm-hmm. They've never it done that seems before. Impossible. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, it turns out, well, Kevin Smith went on, you know, his Hollywood Babylon podcast. Sure do. Says with it's Ralph true. something or other. Ralph Garman. With... There we go. Still goes, yeah, yeah. I, I used to listen to that. I don't listen to it anymore. It's not bad. I just... It's... So many podcasts. So many podcasts. You know? You know? So much Hollywood goss. <laughs> that's right. But yeah, Kevin Smith says it's true. That's the lineup that he heard. Based on what? Well, he probably knows Warner Brothers. The, the Warner Brothers. The Warner he Brothers, yeah. yeah. He probably goes golfing with the Warner Brothers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I guess... When they're not busy hitting each other with giant hammers, you know? (laughs) I know it. Under that water tower or whatever the hell. Is that a real water tower? I think so, yeah. God, that's great. It's probably filled with Botox or something. (laughs) Hollywood people are like. There's further rumours to this though, Mason. Oxycontin. Oxycontin. Anyway, continue. (laughs) They also say, this is an extended rumour from this, though this won't be announced at Comic-Con, that there's going to be a first solo Batman movie in 2019 called The Batman. Which I think is a good name for a Batman movie. Sure. Mm. We haven't had it before. We've had every other variation. Uh-huh. So that's as good as any. Yep. Is it too late for a solo Batman film five years from now, or is it a good amount of time to wait? That'll be fine. <laughs> so you don't think... Kids ben love Aff- Batman. They do love Batman, but Ben Affleck won't be too old by then, because oh, he's right. like 42 I think they'll now. just reboot it again. I think he'll get out of his contract by then. It'll be a different... Okay. I think it'll be a different guy again. Val Kilmer style? It'll be Val Kilmer, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. It'll be fat Val Kilmer. 
<laughs> There's also said that uh, Jason Momoa has been sort of confirmed as Aquaman. Uh-huh. By Kevin out- Smith again? No, no, different thing. They were like, he is Aquaman. Yeah. And then he went on I don't know, one of the talk shows and he was like, I can't say. So, he... <laughs> That is not a confirmation, though. Like, by the very definition of confirmation, that's not a confirmation. No, no, but there was one prior to that. There was right. a confirmation, I think, from a like from the actual... Should have probably looked this up. Nah. But it was like a proper confirmation. Huh. Yeah, there you go. From a studio. From a studio. Okay. I might be wrong. Mm. Email me if Warner I'm wrong, Brothers. Mason. Email me. Okay, I will. Let me know All right. if I'm wrong. Okay. So, yeah, but I'd say that's pretty much a lock. Yeah, it's fine. He's got um, the abs. He does. Good. That's all you need. Yep. He's got the abs. He's got the abitude. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Thank you. That seems a little bit racist. Is Continue. It? I don't know. I hope not. Is that a slur that no, I, I wasn't so, aware no. of? No, if it is, we apologise. Holy crap. Um, it's also said, Mason. Yes. Lex Luthor in this new Batman versus Superman Jesse Eisenberg, versus right? Justice League. Dove Justice. Yeah, Jesse Eisenberg. He's going to have like a sweet blonde like locks, like uh-huh. long hair, and he'll, have, he'll be like in a trendy hipster office space. And that's going to be LexCorp. That is a rumour. Sure. It's not good though, is it? No, who's that based on? <laughs> like a lot of these, like, you know, Iron Man is based on a real kind of entrepreneur and all that yeah. sort of stuff. Like that seems to be the trend. Yeah. Who is this Lex Luthor based on? Young. Mark Zuckerberg? Branson? <laughs> yeah, across between Branson and Zuckerberg. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. And Manson. Charles Manson. Wow. Yeah, so. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, the young Lex Luthor has always had red hair. Yeah, well, Like traditionally. Yeah. Except for Lois and Clark one, where he was just a guy. Yeah, was just a guy. <laughs> just a guy, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, fine. Yeah, cool. Do they maybe want to make him a combination of, you know, somebody, somebody, and the WikiLeaks guy, Julian Assange? Oh, yeah. Maybe that's it. I guess so, yeah. That makes sense. Don't like that. <laughs> I mean, you made it up, so... Yeah, I made it up, yeah. <laughs> Stop you know it, what? Brain. <laughs> Zingerman. Stop making up scenarios that I hate, Brain. <laughs> You know Zingerman, remember? Yeah, Zingerman. Zingerman. Our nemesis. Our nemesis, Zingerman, yeah. He says the film to him is starting to look like The Amazing Spider-Man 2, both in the sense they're packing into a lot into one film, uh-huh. and the entire thing is like, the entire franchise is riding on it. Like, they just right. kind of extend out from here, do you know what I mean? They're like, yeah, yeah, this yeah. is everything in this universe, now we'll explore the elements of it. He's right, that's probably true. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Zingerman, he's got us again. Zingerman! Is he our nemesis? Ah, <laughs> uh, well, he certainly seems to know a lot more than us. <laughs> well, then everybody's our nemesis, Correct. If, that, if that's the case. We're surrounded by nemesis We are. Like we were in an amazing Spider-Man film. That's right. We're going to come out swinging. You know it. Harrison Ford, Mason, we talked about this last week. Grumpy old Gramps. We, yeah, that's right, Grumpy old Gramps. We thought it was his ankle, like that he'd broken his ankle. Yeah, Apparently yeah. it was in the Millennium Falcon door. Which is great. Yeah. Like, I'm glad it happened like that. So, um... I'm Actually, not... Aaron, at McFazzer on Twitter... Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, sent, he sent, um... So, with the Harrison Ford set injury, the door shut first. <laughs> which is one where I wish I'd thought of that first, ultimately. He's another enemy of the show. Yeah, another nemesis of the show. <laughs> yeah, but it says he was actually... His, his whole leg... Well, not his whole leg, but his leg was broken. Wow. Not his ankle. But he had surgery and it was successful and he will begin rehab shortly. And he's doing uh, well and looking forward to returning to work. In eight weeks. Eight weeks. Long time, Mason. Correct. That ma- makes me think that he's not in it that much or that he is killed in the movie. There you go. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. I mean, but- Robert Downey Jr. had a busted ankle or a twisted ankle for a lot of Iron Man 3. And they right. just kind of filmed him from like the waist up or whatever. Okay. And they... There's, they put him on a trolley. They put him on a trolley. <laughs> just pulled him along on a bit of string. <laughs> like when he's entering the Mandarin's palace. You just see him waist up. Just, gliding. Just gli- oddly gliding, yeah. 
But yeah, you know, there's that end scene where he goes and visits his mansion. And he's like, yeah. hey, Iron Man, don't worry about it. Yeah. And we're all kind of like, not really, because you just you threw out everything that makes you Iron Man. Correct. Including the thing in your chest. Not the point, Mason. Also, you can build another Iron Man suit in yeah, like 20 that's, minutes. That's so. right. But he, um, that wasn't him. That was oh. his head put on someone else's body. Which wow. is apparently so seamless now, we can't even notice it. Yeah, yeah. So, so there you go. There's not like a weird blur around it or anything. Because that's flawless, if, if that is true, which it is. That's uh-huh. amazing, I guess. As far as we know. <laughs> as far as Unless we Unless your pal Kevin Smith told us, in which case, who knows if it's true or not. <laughs> who bloody knows. So anyway, he's out for eight weeks. But do you think... Because we don't really know anything about the plot of the Star Wars no. sequels at this point. There was some stuff. Would they, do you think they would... Do you think potentially they could, if he was a big part, hmm. do you think that they would rework the entire shooting schedule around him? Or do you think they'd just write him out? I think they'd rework, rework around him. Okay. Because yeah. I think, at this point, I think people are going to see a lot of it is the, the old cast in particular, Harrison Ford. Right, right. So that, no, no, but who knows? I think most of it is just going to be them sitting in some sort of senate chamber like just the three like there was some, there was just just hanging out looking just real hanging sad out. yeah yeah god but yeah there was some rumors this week and i wasn't going to bring this up but um why not yeah uh, why weren't you going to bring it out is it too controversial no not at all it's just, just, is it too boring i forgot and i did it this morning and it's right. not really okay so basically that they haven't formed the new galactic republic yet it's been uh-huh. 30 years but they haven't formed it wow because there's been this there's like, been some sort of trade <laughs> Dispute. Dispute. They're blocking Taxation a blockade. Blah, blah, blah. That's probably it, yeah. <laughs> and because uh, there's these... Sounds jet- like laziness. That's yeah, it. Right. There's these three Jedi hunters, apparently, that are that are trying to bring the Sith back and they're going around trying to wipe out any remaining Jedi and Luke's all fried and whatever. And he's like, I hate this. I killed that, <laughs> I killed that one guy. Why can't... Isn't that enough? Right. Which makes sense, though, because in the expanded universe, they don't establish the New Republic straight away, but it's pretty, it's pretty soon. Uh-huh. 30 years is also a very long time. But... Mm-hmm. We've accomplished 30. so much in 30 years. We sure have. This podcast, <laughs> you have a nice bicycle behind you. That's not mine, but... Oh, then, wow, you haven't done a lot then. <laughs> what was I going to say? Ex- establishing the Galactic Republic? Yeah, I, it would take a while, I, I, I guess, to, to do. But mm-hmm. So, yeah, there you go. That's That may be something that is happening or not happening. Who mm, knows? Okay. Yeah. But long story short, Harrison Ford's had a sweet eight weeks off. <laughs> Paid. It's going to do a lot of crosswords, probably. He sure is. He sure is. Uh, it's also been reported that your favourite director, Ryan Johnson of Brick and Looper. Ugh. <laughs> That's just for Looper. Brick is good. Brick is good. I haven't seen Brothers Blue. We did that as well, yeah, didn't we? It's good, yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen it. He will direct Star Wars Episode Eight and provide the treatment for Nine. There were varying stories on this. One said that he'd write the treatment for Eight and Nine. This more updated one is apparently saying he's only writing the treatment for Nine, but he's directing Eight. Okay. What do you think, Mason? There's no time travel involved, so it's fine. He can't mess it up. <laughs> he graph- He has trouble with time travel. Is that? It's it's well known fact, Mason. It's mm. all over the internet that you hate the movie Looper. Correct. He cannot possibly screw up as badly as he screwed up any as as anyone has screwed up any of the other Star Wars films. So. Good point. Yeah. No. Well, um, da- Draven C has written in and he sent he sent this email. In the heading, it said, "We are Ryan fucking Johnson." That's in the Good heading. Good start. And yep. the first slide is, "Are you kidding me?" So he's well, he's not a fan. He's not a fan. There you go. But you're also not a fan of of just Looper. But you're yep. like you're okay with this in general. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He does characters well. Yeah, he does. Mm. Yeah, I think it's good. I mean. I think it's. I think J.J. Abrams is a good l- launching off point, but I don't want to see a J.J. Abrams Star Wars trilogy. Yeah, yeah. I think, as proven by Star Trek, he can reboot something, uh-huh. and it and it works. But I don't just then if he does that and it works, I'd like him to step away, right? For someone else to do mm. something because all the Star Wars movies except for the prequels are all directed by different guys. Uh-huh. Well, George Lucas did the first one. Um, what's his name? Ivan 
Krishna did the second one, and another guy did the third one. I can't yeah, remember. Yeah. So yeah, and, and they've all got a different feel, Mason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They all feel pretty good hmm. to the touch. Yeah, like again, elements like the character stuff from Looper, I quite like. Yeah, like and it was nice that they kind of segued around the time travel by saying, "Hey, if I explained how time travel worked, we'd just be two guys sitting <laughs> in a diner talking about time travel." So you know, that's fun. Cool. Hmm. All right then. The Bourne franchise, Mason. Yes. You've seen them all. Nope. You've seen one of them. I've seen three of them. I haven't seen the Jeremy Renner one. My understanding was... Was it Jeremy Renner? Yeah. It was. Yeah. Okay. No, you, you saw two, three in the Renner one. You skipped the first one. <laughs> that was so, weird. Right? Yeah, I've only seen those ones as well. I've only seen the first three. I didn't see the Renner one. Apparently it's okay. I've heard, yep. But uh-huh. who cares? But you're saying there's a future to this franchise. There's more Well, coming. they've pushed back Bourne 5, which is starring Jeremy Renner, apparently. Born in the USA. Born <laughs> Say to 2016, uh-huh. which is jam-packed already. But the rumour is, this has been debunked by its uh, producer, but the rumour is that they pushed it back because Matt Damon's back on board. Oh. Which would be cool, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bourne movies, um, I don't I don't think they're that good. <laughs> it, it'd be more specific, or okay. less specific. The first ones I think I thought was really good and a good launching off point for the Bourne franchise. Uh-huh. They become increasingly, increasingly convoluted. They're completely interchangeable. And I think two and three run parallel. That can't be right. No, because at the end, because three ends at the at like two thirds way between the second movie or something. They they intersect. It's it's weird. I can't remember exactly. I think how. maybe that they're they're, they're because the Bourne movies have a lot of sequences where like Jason Bourne is running through a place in Europe and there's a lot of trains and trolley cars going past and he sort of weaves in and out of them and he goes through a, a subway station and yeah. then there's a lot of people. I think maybe you're just... There's, I think maybe there's just multiple scenes of those and you're confusing them. I'm pretty sure they intersect, though. I would no, no, bet no. your life on it and this bicycle, which I don't own. Hmm. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> I've always... What, what I kind of wanted, because if you recall, the first Bourne film starts with him being fished out of the ocean yeah. by a, a fishing boat because he's been, you know, he, he was shot and he ended up in the ocean. Spoiler alert, Mason. Sorry. And then in the third, at the end of the third film, no spoilers here, but here's what happens at the end, <laughs> is that he he falls into the ocean, like in a parallel to that scene, and then yeah. you, see him sw- you think, oh, is he dead? And then he swims away. Yeah, yeah. But I always thought it would have been a better ending if he falls into the ocean at the end of the third one, and then he's picked up by the fishing boat from the first film and it just ends with like black screen and title card that just says time travel question mark <laughs> just ruins it like a semi-realistic kind of uh, you know take on espionage and then, oh, then that it's was like real... sci-fi <laughs> whatever we tricked you because you would because it be it's, it's the third film yeah so who cares? you're probably not doing another one they so didn't think Matt Damon was coming I, back I and whatever kind so. of I, I would like oh, to do an episode. I would like to do an episode mm. if we're talking about episodes yeah. on like movie series where the directors ruined the last one for everyone else. Oh, I would so love Spider-Man that. three, yeah, there's gotta yeah. be others, right? Absolutely. Oh, there's heaps. Where yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Where they're like, look, I'm not doing any more, and I don't care what happens. Yeah. So I'm going to ruin this for everyone. <laughs> Eat it. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, Bourne films. Bourne films. So we might be getting another Matt Damon one. But Jeremy Renner wasn't Jason Bourne. He was somebody else. He was right? Alex Cross. Uh, no, that's not right. No. No. He was Alex something. Alex he, Trebek from Jeopardy. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> but he had, I know he had pills that made him smart. Oh. And he was like, I'm smarter now. You're thinking of the film Limitless. I am thinking of the film Limitless. Anyway, I don't think that they're, I don't think the last two run parallel, two or three run parallel. I'm pretty sure they don't. All right. Email me, Mason, but, uh, when films, you find out. 
Not completely parallel, but I'm sure they intersect. I think the problem with those films, as you look at back at them now, is that they they started a certain sort of trend in kind of maybe action cinematography, mm. yeah. which at the time was quite innovative. Yeah. But now that everybody does it, now it just seems kind of it's boring. It's real annoying. Yeah, like, you the, know... The fist fights where it cuts at every punch. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, sort of, you know, because the, when The Matrix came out and it sort of pioneered those really, really long action seek with those really long shots of yeah. like so many I mean they had been done before but that was the first time yeah. like mainstream and that, and that that was really interesting then every film started to do it and it became kind of boring yeah. and then Bourne kind of went back to this kind of like it was it was quick cuts but it was kind of really brutal and kind of this realistic more like less super elaborate martial arts and more just like picking up a pen and stabbing somebody in the arm because yeah, yeah. that'll teach fighting with a rolled lesson. up magazine yeah exactly and yeah and I think you know that that at the time was kind of brutal and innovative and people enjoyed yeah. it and now that everybody's doing that again yeah that's it well that's what Bond became as well yeah, yeah Bond yeah. is very big on just whatever just whatever, grab the, whatever yeah whatever is the grab the half a brick yeah hit a guy with a brick the, the, whatever the the Bond films whatever the prevailing kind of actions you know thing or the, the you know the, the trendy thing is to just take it on board and steal it yeah yeah that's pretty much all that, the Bond you're films. right well that was also I think 2002 was when the first Bond came out yeah yeah or maybe 2001 but that was around the same time that Die Another Day came out yeah and people were like what is Bond doing right, right. when we're getting this and we're getting this bizarre Pierce Brosnan CGI self-referential nonsense correct great villain in diamond face don't get me sure, wrong sure absolutely <laughs> but yeah man we've talked about one of it. the best invisible cars sure <laughs> <laughs> sorry Bourne okay we're done with we're done with Bourne I think we are I think we are this Mother's Day celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile whether it's for your mom a mother figure or yourself as a mom find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. You've probably heard this or maybe you've even experienced it. A business gets to a certain size and then the cracks start to emerge. Things that used to take like a day and now taking a week. There's too many manual processes just grinding away and you don't have that one source of truth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025, 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and a whole lot more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less. Close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. 1. Because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow, all in one place. NetSuite allows you to have the power of all the information in one place to help you make more effective decisions as quickly as possible so you can keep moving, keep building, keep growing, or have more time off, whatever it is that you're looking to do. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. That's netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet to get your own KPI checklist. NetSuite.com slash Weekly Planet.
When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of mother or sales. I definitely prefer don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, Nix, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow, and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Cha-ching sound effect. Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet, but it's kind of embarrassing and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. Even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Now, most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. Expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. Well, Mason. Yes. I've got a clever segue. Okay. That I've... You're not supposed to bring him up, though, are you? You're supposed to just do it. No, you don't have a segue. You've got a bicycle. I think the inventor of a Segway died on a Segway, fell off a cliff. Is that true? I've heard that. I think, yeah. Yeah, let's, I'll tell you what. You, you, t- you do your little news and I'll look up creator of Segway dies on Segway. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Uh, Lorenzo Di Bonaventura. He's the producer of the Transformers uh-huh. films, Mason. He says, 
Part 5 of Transformers is not uh, set in stone as of yet. Do you remember how they were talking about this new Transformers mo- movie was going to s- kick off a new kind of trilogy set in the same universe but kind of like a reboot? You know what uh-huh, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because we closed off that amazing last trilogy in such a way that how do you... Where do you go? Correct. Where Especially it? since nobody involved in the production of that film knows or remembers how it ends. <laughs> so... Okay, in other news, uh, the sure. billionaire Segway Tycoon dies in Cliff Plunge on one of his own scooters. So you are correct... That is what happened. Yes, and I'm sorry to hear that. Found dead in a river after plunging 80 feet over a limestone cliff. Holy he was God. riding a rugged country version of his two-wheeled Segway. So that's the one with the big, like the big mud tires with the chains on it. What do you think as you're falling to your death? I mean, jeez. I knew it, Harrison Ford style. <laughs> so basically, yeah, they were talking about the future. They were saying maybe it might go into space at one point, right? Okay, sure. Which I'd love to see. We might talk about that more at the end. But he said the problem with that is they want to have the humans with us and the fans want humans in the Transformers movies. So can you go into space? I say I want very little humans in Transformers movies. Uh I think if you made the Transformers individually actual characters and not like... There's only very... There's like two characters in the Transformers movies that are Transformers. The rest are just collections of catchphrases. Exactly. Yeah. You've got Optimus Prime and sort of Bumblebee and I... I guess Megatron. Right, right, right. Sometimes, I don't know. But, like, if you made them actual characters, which they are in other in- incarnations other media, of it. Yeah. Because they're, they're essentially, they've got the personalities of people. Sure. Like, you, you, you don't need to sometimes jam it with him. Racial stereotypes. Sometimes, certainly. yeah. Also, I would argue, Lorenzo de Bonaventura, can we take the humans into space? We can already go into space. So it's not really. <laughs> so, yes. It's not even really a science fiction concept. It's more a science concept. Humans can go into space. If you can imagine robots that can trans. intelligent, sentient robots that can transform into, into vehicles, maybe you could also imagine maybe a space helmet for a human. They could wear a space helmet and go into space. I believe in Dark of the Moon, the third Transformers movie, they, there are humans in space, and that, that whole moon landing was a cover to go see the Autobot ship on the moon huh so it's, it's also shown in the movies that humans go to space in the do you remember 60s. the first do you remember the first like the very first teaser trailer for the first transformers movie vaguely what was because it because one it, it was essentially that it was a it was a, supposed to be like a some unearthed footage of like a, a probe that was on the moon mm. like some sort of space probe and you see it and it's it's moving around and it's observing the lunar landscape or whatever and it turns slightly and you see a silhouette of a thing and then it's smashed to bits I remember that but the silhouette that. is clearly generation 1 Megatron like the cartoon version <laughs> of Megatron which is not what we got at all no sweet segue <laughs> sweet segue talking about dumb Transformers let's movies let's do it well we, we promised last week Mason and a few people were excited to hear it sort of not really Great. that hey let's talk about all the Transformers movies okay and how we love them no how we watched them Yes. <laughs> so I thought, In a way. What a good what a good way to start. I thought let's talk about how this this franchise kicked off. Yes. You you you're a fan of the Transformers franchise from as a kid? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Had all the Transformers. Had all of them? Well, no, not all of them. Some of I them. Certainly had some of them. <laughs> yeah. Do you yeah. know how how it started? What the idea was behind it? Well, it was basically um Hasbro Mm. Yeah, like, back, back, back. Hang on, it was Steve Jobs was in his garage. Steve Jobs and he had in his startup company. He had so many ideas. <laughs> um, I mean, the the Transformers ultimately in the in the eighties, it was all about. It still is now, I guess. Mm. It was all the money was in the toys. Yeah, You'd after build, Star Wars. After Star Wars, yeah. there was yeah, there's no there's no real money in movies. It's no. all lunchboxes and blah blah blah. Yeah. So you want you want a toy line, and then 
you build the toys, you, you come up with the concept for the toys, you build the toys, and then you send it to... Usually they'd send it to a comic book creator and say, build uh, us a storyline around it. You help? <laughs> We've we just done got, this. we got some colours, do the blah 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 In this case, I don't think they... Hasbro didn't actually build the toys. They went to Takara, which is a Japanese yeah. company, and they just... They were two different toy lines. That's why Transform, like the original Transform was at different scales. Okay. Like there's little ones and there's bigger ones. I remember ones. that. Okay. Because they were diff- there was um, the Di- there one-, one series was called Diaclones, mm. which I think were the bigger ones. And there were Microman, which were the little ones. Okay. And basically they said, look, we'll put them all together. Let's buy the rights to all of these in America. Mm. And hey. Let's I just think- make something. Yeah, yeah. Let's make something. <laughs> let's make this happen. Let's smash it all together. What a brilliant idea though, I think. And then after that they go, well, here's the storyline. Let's create a, an animated series yeah. with terrible animation <laughs> and give them personalities, like you said, and mm. then hopefully the kids love them and then they'll buy them toys. And boy, did they. Boy, yes. Boy, did we. Boy, did we. But like, it combines everything that you like as a boy anyway. It's like you cars and trucks and whatever. Uh-huh. I'm not really a cars guy and I wasn't really guns. a kid. Guns. Exactly. Handguns. And- Having a realistic looking <laughs> handgun and waving it around in shopping centers <laughs> as a child. That was a good one. It sure was. And robots. Yeah. And the combination of those things. How we, what, what a great idea, really. Mm. I mean, it's... It's probably, it had probably been done before at that point in some other Japanese medium, probably. I don't know. Who knows? Uh-huh. Email me in, Mason, if that's true. But I remember just the first time I saw those. I don't even remember when, but I always loved them. I also always thought, what a great idea. Mm. How awesome. Yeah. You, were you a fan, you, so you're a fan of the Generation 1 cartoons? Well, it's one of the... Yes, at the time, certainly. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those things where you remember... You remember the incredible animation, but I think it's because your childlike brain fills in all the blanks. It does, yeah, and yeah. You go, oh man, the trend because the, the the animation quality was variable. Yeah, like the because I watched a lot of clips online this week, and some of it's quite good. Right, this right. is not including that the movie from the eighties, uh-huh. and some of it's just like it's like three frames, you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. over a period of like twenty seconds. Like it's the, what what was interesting about uh, animation from the eighties is you could always. You could always tell what was going to happen because you there'd be like the the objects that were going to move mm. were always different, like they were always different color or like <laughs> yeah, yeah. different texture to the to the background stuff. So you could you watch a Scooby Doo cartoon and you'd you'd see like a, a desk in a library or something like that, and you knew a book was going to fly up and fly around <laughs> the room because that book was a different color to all the other books. <laughs> yeah. What's Scooby Doo from the eighties? Ah, seventies. Who cares? Casey Kasem just died. Oh, really? Yeah. Voice of Shaggy. That's yeah, a shame. Yeah. Put that in your news. Well, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you heartless son of a bitch. <laughs> well, they talked about. Well, actually, there was other Scooby Doo news. Really? They're talking about maybe doing another one. Oh, that's pretty. right. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. I didn't see any of those movies. I no, they were they were kind of fun. Sure. They're kind of in like in a. They were a, sort of a little bit kind of fun and self-referential. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, we're having fun with like the a fra- direct translation of the cartoon. Itself. Yeah, kind of. I mean, yeah. I didn't like it. like you know, you kind of your Brady Bunch kind of film where they're like, yeah. yeah, this you know, we remember the nostalgia and we're kind of having fun with it. Sure. I think James Gunn wrote the first. Oh, really? One, maybe? Okay. Yeah. So maybe that's it's... off the top of my head. Maybe that's completely wrong. <laughs> a lot of the stuff I say is wrong, sure. but I say it with conviction. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Um. What were we talking about? Uh, terrible animation. Yeah. Uh Well, He Man's all that. Yeah, exactly. Well, that time we watched all that He-Man, and we were like, this is all very similar. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> but again, like, we're going to be talking about the 1986 Transforms animated yeah. movie. And there were a couple of, like, animated specials. There was one called Call of the Primitives, which mm. was, like, an extended episode. And I think they went to a different animation house, and that, that animation is quite good. Okay. And because the Transformers movie is so, like, distinct in my mind, 
I remember all the the series having amazing animation when it yeah. did not. It really was the worst. <laughs> did you? Are you? Were you a fan of any of the other series? Is such as Beast, like Wars. Beast Wars? No, that was after my time. I yeah, think. me yeah. too. But the thing about Beast Wars, well, I was still what I don't know ten or whatever when that came out. Uh-huh. I don't know when it came out, but I remember the time I hated all that early nineties, mid nineties CGI, like that and reboot and all those ones. You I'm hated like, reboot? How dare you? Well, this at the time, I'm just looking. I'm just I didn't see enough of it to hate. I don't even know what reboot is about. Was it said in the internet? I don't know. It was what? set on a mainframe. Okay, great. Which is sort of. <laughs> They went into the internet later when the internet was sort of invented. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. But like just being like, this is difficult to watch, like animation wise. Right. Like it looked cheap then. Sure. Like. What about the incredible crash dummies? <laughs> that was that was a league unto itself. Thank Mason. you. Good. But yeah, no, I, so I, pretty much the only series I really watched was the original one. But even then, I don't remember ever being on consistently. Like, it was never on a, a here anyway. It wasn't on at a regular time, I think. Or I didn't have any copies of the tapes or whatever. So I had, I'd had i see, seen, like, bits and pieces all over the place. I've got no idea who's, uh-huh. what order anything happens in or, or whatever. So sure. I liked it, but I couldn't, I, couldn't, I couldn't keep up with it. So that's why I'm so depressed That's why now. you're a traitor to the cause. <laughs> that's why I love reboots so, so much. So did you, did that, does that mean that you... I had toys, like I still yeah, yeah. loved it, but I just didn't. Um... Did you go? Did you go into the first Transformers live action movie expecting something in particular? Did you? No, not really. I mean, I, I went in thinking I'm surprised they're they're making this. Uh-huh. I I would have thought that this is something that would never have happened because they always talk about rebooting '80s properties or whatever. But they there's not really that many, even though people talk about it happens all the time. It doesn't happen that much. They always say, we're going to do this, and then they don't. Like, they're going to do Voltron. They're going to do yeah, He-Man. Yeah. There's a lot of gonna... fan-built trailers that are reboots. Yeah. Like, we're going to do Thundercats or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. We, don't, we, don't, we don't actually see that many of them. Mm. So I didn't really... I was excited for it. Don't uh-huh. get me wrong. Did you, what, do you remember any toys in particular you had? I had the Optimus. I had so many Optimus Prime. I had no Optimus Prime. I had Optimus Prime. I had Power Master Optimus Prime. The one kind of thing, like I've gotten rid of a lot of all this stuff. Yeah. But the one thing that I've... That, like the one uh, sort of memento of... Not even childhood, because I bought it a couple of years ago. So it's not even. It's the the. It's called the masterpiece Optimus Prime. Yeah. And it's basically because the thing about the toys was, and the the difference between the toys and the animated series was a lot of the time they didn't really bear any relation to them, to to each other because they just kind of smushed into cars in the, in yeah, the yeah, show. Yeah. You know what I mean? They didn't yeah. properly transform. But the um the the Optimus Prime, especially like in the cartoon, he was mm. this giant kind of imposing leader figure mm. uh, who transformed in this you know amazing truck kind of thing yeah. but in the the actual toy version like he was this he was it was a die cast like metal figure but he was this weedy little truck that turned into this weedy little <laughs> robot kind of thing and the the masterpiece optimus prime which came out a few years ago through amazing kind of modern transformer technology and a little bit of witchcraft like looks in robot form looks exactly like the version in the cartoons and then transforms into truck mode it looks exactly like Hang on, I'll show sweet. you. I'll show you a photo. You can be like, "Whoa, that is pretty sweet." Yeah, that looks dead on. And he's given a friendly wave too. Look, how about that? Yeah, <laughs> just happy to be here. He sure is. Mm. But also, I found also with the Transformers. Oh, and I had them. You know, I had Megatron, of course. Oh, of course, for of the, course, for, for waving the gun around. <laughs> yeah, you had the gun there. Of course, it was a gun, Megatron. Yeah. yeah, but I also found that a lot of this stuff, like the movie, I was too. I was a bit young when the movie came out. I was like two or three, maybe. Oh, the eighties movie. The eighties one. Like, but that just snuck into cinemas, didn't it? How do you mean? Like, I know the world over, like, people only kind of found out about this, like, 
the week before it was coming out or whatever. Like, people didn't know that. Like, it didn't make a lot of money or anything. Oh, I knew. <laughs> you went and saw it? Yeah. Was it sweet? It was super sweet. Cool. I had, um, when I was a kid, I had, uh... It scarred children, though. Yeah, because of Optimus the... Prime dies. Yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert. Boy, it's, it was the 80, it was 80, 1986. Yeah, it was that's 30 right. years ago, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I had an ambulance who was part of the, the ambulance combiner guy. He was a leg. Oh, sure, yeah. I just had the leg. Uh-huh. I had a guy that changed into a tank and a plane and a guy. He was a Decepticon. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I had Metroplex. I remember Metroplex. Which was, who the was of the city. city. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And... I don't understand how I got Metroplex because he would have been expensive. Nah, he was little. There were two. There were two Autobot cities, right? Yeah. There was Metroplex. Yeah. yeah. Little Metroplex and Fortress Maximus. It was three. Feet I didn't tall. have Fortress Maximus. No, no very no. few people did. <laughs> yeah. No. Did you? No. You bloody rich kid. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, the turtle uh, blip, didn't you? I had a turtle. Did blip. you really? I had a turtle blip. You son of a bitch. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, I've got another thing from here. What I like is this is just us reminiscing. Like, nobody has any interest in this. Hey, which ones do you have? I had this one. You have that one? Yeah. yeah. We should probably move on from this. Right. Uh, also, just a quick plug, Mason. As you saw, I made a uh, top three worst Transformers on my YouTube channel. Uh-huh, yeah. Sunday Movies. Uh-huh. Check it out, Mason. I have checked it out. Check and it I had out some again. issues with it. <laughs> oh, really? No, well, I mean, it, well, I, first of all, it was your top three worst, and there was a lot more than three in there. Oh, yeah, I added, I added some extra ones at the end. Yeah, that's fine. Well, you, you one of yours was Nightbeat. Yeah. Like one of your, who's the, the the Autobot detective. Yeah. Good character. Like, I know, nah. I understand the <laughs> bullshit. Bad, I understand the bad guy is always the deceptive. Like, the, the culprit is always the Decepticons. He's not really solving any mysteries. But the, no. the British Transformers series had some really good Nightbeat stories. Did he have a little Sherlock Holmes hat? Sometimes. <laughs> On one of the covers, he's wearing a trench coat and a hat. This is for real. So, because back in the back in the eighties and nineties, the, there was a British Transformers series, yeah. and it reprinted all the American stories, but it came out once a week. Okay. So they needed additional stories, so they got like British artists and writers and stuff to. Okay. I think we mentioned this before. Yeah, we but, have. I'm sure we but, have. Yeah. But they, there were some really good stories. Yeah. Yeah. So you so. love Nightbeat. You're a Nightbeat apologist. I guess I am a Nightbeat apologist. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I guess we should get into the. the oh, movies. also, uh, if I can add a worst, uh, sure, trans- um, a couple of for the worst Transformers. So yeah. I'm just going to throw them in there. Oh God, what's his name? Silverbolt, who was the leader of the Aerial Bots, right? Which was the group of Transformers the that, planes. that were planes yeah. and they could combine to form Superion, which was like a giant one. So he was the leader of the Aerial Bots, afraid of heights. <laughs> So that's unfortunate for him, right? <laughs> I should have called you before I made this video. Exactly. <laughs> also, one of my favorites that I thought of earlier uh, uh, was a guy. He was an Autobot. He was called Punch, and he had a just punch people. Just He's just a domestic violence robot. No, he was a, he was a spy. He's not a robot spy who could transform into Counter Punch. Like instead of having two vehicle modes, he had two robot modes. Ah, okay. We had one. We had one vehicle mode, which was the, like a sports car. Sweet. It's not a very good spy, though, when you think about no, it. No. Like, he's just hanging out in the Decepticon lair. They're like, hey, Counterpunch, what's up? And then he's like, no, not much. Just hanging out, just listening. Just listening to everybody's conversations. They know he's an Autobot. And they're right? like, no. But they'd be like... Wait, well, so he'd change into a Decepticon? Yeah, he'd change oh, into a Decepticon. Okay. Right, but yeah. they'd be like, hey, Counterpunch, are you any relation to Punch, that that <laughs> Autobot? And he's like, nah, never heard of him. And he's like, yeah, but you're kind of, you're kind of the same color scheme. Like, you're kind of blue and kind of You've yellow. You've got that Autobot emblem yeah. on you. Is that... Yeah, you, you have you got names kind of similar. You both transformed in the same kind of sports car. He's like, nah, never heard of him, mate. <laughs> anyway, terrible. See, so well, at least the detective, you're open about being a detective. That's, sure. You're a, you're a terrible spy. Come on. <laughs> well, I think a lot of them were just like, let's just, what can we transform this guy into? Who cares? Whatever. There's also, and I can't remember his name, but there's an Autobot that transforms into a boat and he's rusty. Like, he gets rust. Like, he's really prone to rust. That's a... 
That's like having eczema. That's like, like Autobot eczema. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, Transformers, Mason. Oh, let's talk about the movies. We're like all we were excited. To... Yeah, in 2007, or <laughs> prior to 2007, when it was announced that they were going to make it. Look, I've been excited both before and after 2007 and during 2007 sure. for many reasons. Okay. Don't tell me when I can and cannot be excited. I apologize excited, okay? for assuming these mm. things. Sorry, you're okay. Now, you talked about, I remember that, now that you mentioned that, I remember that teaser trailer. I Michael Bay wasn't full flight Michael Bay at that point, was he? Uh, what had he done? He'd done like Pearl Harbor. He did both of the Bad Boys, Boys movies. Yeah. He did uh, Armageddon. Yeah, so he hadn't really, he hadn't r- really discovered he could make everything explode yet. Yeah, the Transformers is where he, he was limited by budget. I think. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. As well. uh-huh. But mm. God, Bad Boys Two is not a good movie, is it? No, not at all. So I was like, okay, that's cool. I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I guess. And also, you know, they, they brought back Peter Cullen as Optimus yep. Prime, which is a great move. Uh-huh. Can, you, can you notice the age in his voice, though, now? Like, he sounds different because he's like 67 right, plus, right. right? For me, at the time when it came out, I enjoyed it. I remember coming out going, I enjoyed that. There were some, some good moments in it. But it was very muddled in the fight scenes and who was who and what's what. Which only got worse. Which only got worse. But this... I think the I think the action sequence is quite well shot in the first one. Sure, but you know what? And I, I just think about this the other day. I hate the Optimus Prime design. Yes, and that is the linchpin on whether or not I enjoy these films. I think if they'd made him look like the because I like I I was kind of invested a lot in that Optimus Prime design, like yeah, the yeah. one from the cartoons and the and the you know the action figures. You're one of those nostalgia team. jerks. Yeah, exactly. I'm a nostalgia jerk, <laughs> and if they had made him look exactly like he looked and I know they've had various reasons for this but yeah. uh, if they made him his vehicle mode at least look exactly like it did in the cartoons with the you know with the the flat cabin and the 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 trailer the trailer on the back yeah I would have forgive I'm willing to say that I would have forgiven every last piece of rubbish in these three films if he looked like he did in the cartoons they got I don't the- know why that is like I don't know why I'll forgive like terrible writing <laughs> and just action sequences are going forever with no resolution and just you know just all this other nonsense they got the head right yeah kind did of, they yeah it's not of. the point though you're right it's you know it's for me i found i mean it was nice to see transformers and whatever on the big screen but they seem kind of hollow and flimsy the all, the, all of them right like there was no kind of like design wise yeah do you mean like they feel like they would crumble in a well, and they did like quite yeah. a lot but, like, I remember, as you mentioned before, Optimus Prime is, like, this big... He's a truck, and he right, still right. has the build of a truck when he's in robot yeah, yeah. form uh-huh. or whatever. But as we've talked about before, they changed the design because he was only 20 foot high when they did it as the traditional truck. And, again, they could have built some additional mass in the trailer. They put a trailer <laughs> on him, but they didn't until two or whatever it was. And But they then they had... So then he ended up being 32 feet high because uh-huh. they used the other truck or whatever. Yeah. But... You can make him twenty foot high, like it doesn't. Right, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Does it? Like, no one's going to question that, or he's still he's still big, right? Nah, twenty feet isn't that big. No, nah. Okay, so, sorry. I and also, it. if you've got some that turn, you know, from planes or whatever, they're going to be pretty oh, impressively bigger. large as well. So. Yeah, but uh, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I think they worry too much about scale in these movies. Like, especially when these we've seen that some Autobots and like the the cube or whatever can shrink into a much smaller cube mm-hmm. like they can do that so who cares just right do, exactly just yeah. do whatever it doesn't mm-hmm. matter it doesn't have to be realistic the transformation themselves do look incredible though would you agree with that i would say that yeah yeah yeah. Uh-huh. do you like the bumblebee design 
It's okay. Do you like the way he doesn't talk, but he talks with the radio? No, that novelty. That novelty wore off in the first like five seconds, right? It did. Yeah, it sure like it was did. good for a couple of jokes. Yeah, and then they then he got. Then that was repaired somehow. That bug was fixed at the yeah. end of the first one. And then he went back to it. In the well, they mention one. it. I remember at the start of the second one, they're like, he can talk, but he chooses to do this now. That's Ugh. irritating. It is very irritating. <laughs> now, Michael Bay, though, do you know, he he turned it, he originally turned this down because he was like, this, that's a stupid toy movie. Because uh-huh. Spielberg was originally... The- and then he accepted it by say- and, and so- while saying, this is a stupid toy movie, <laughs> but I'm going to make lots of money on it. But yeah, but he wanted to work with Steven Spielberg. I think Steven Spielberg was originally offered to do it, but uh-huh. Steven Spielberg wouldn't make a Transformers movie, I'd imagine. Right? I The only thing that I can think of, and I like Steven Spielberg as a director mm. and as a friend, but <laughs> the only thing that I can think of that would be worse than a Michael Bay Transformers film is a Steven Spielberg Transformers film, Ooh. I think. Co- because it'll be all family and <laughs> it's all about family and love and It looks like the new blah. one's all about family. Did- yeah, but family just punching on with people so that's fine <laughs> okay that's right yeah, yeah yeah according to that that same this is this ties into optimus prime thing you know that lorenzo d bonaventura guy sure he said that they tried the classic boxy look for optimus prime but it looked fake and boring so they didn't go with it shut up <laughs> well, kids want flames kids want blue and red flames that's, what they that's want. exactly it mm. uh, optimus prime also had 10,108 moving parts this, this is not off the top of my head mason i've collected trivia <laughs> like a yeah, genius sure. That's a lot of parts. That is a lot of parts. Yeah. Um, you know, also Stan Bush, you familiar with him? The Touch, sure. He did The Touch from yeah. the original movie. He wanted to bring it back, right? He started well, he, the campaign. Well, he composed Somebody did. the soundtrack for the Transformers movie. Um, sorry, he composed a song for the new film, but uh-huh. it was not suitable, so they didn't, <laughs> they didn't put it uh-huh. in. That's disappointing. You got the touch again. <laughs> You've been touched again, is what they called it. Inappropriate. So, yeah, what do you got there? Nothing, I'm just looking up Transformers action figures on the internet. <laughs> okay, right. Um, you'll love this, Mason. Will I? Yeah. Michael Bay's dog, a mastiff named Ma- <laughs> named Mason, can yes. be seen in the film. Oh. You're named after Michael Bay's dog. I guess so, yeah. Or he's named after you? Michael Bay is named after me. Right? <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> so, yeah, do you remember the storyline for this movie? Um... They're looking for the Allspark. Yes. Right? The Decepticons are. Everybody is. Is it called the Allspark or is it called the Cube of Something? Um, no, it is the Allspark. It is you're called right. the Allspark, yes, you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and because if you get the Allspark, you have the best, you have the most energy. You have the best time. <laughs> Just have the best time, you know. It's a real day. trip. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't. No, because that's the source of life in the, in the Transformers, like. Yeah. You, like you can't, you can't build more Transformers without the Allspark. Okay. But I every think. time they accidentally use the Allspark, it makes it like a Seven Up machine, like attack a woman. Correct, yeah, that's what they—that is new life in the Transformers <laughs> universe, right? But that was the goal. That was—they all wanted that, and for some reason, uh, oh, you know what? And oh, yeah, it was a kind of a convoluted plot, wasn't it? It was unnecessarily convoluted because what happened is um, Shia LaBeouf. Oh, you know, we haven't had Shia LaBeouf news in a while. We haven't. And I haven't missed it at all. <laughs> Anyway, but he, his, his character is a descendant of some sort of polar explorer or something. Which wiki? Which wiki? The, and which then wikis. he had some glasses, and for whatever reason, they had burned into them an image of because he found Megatron. Yeah, an image of the coordinates of the Allspark, and yeah. so the Decepticons wanted to find him so they could find the Allspark. Exactly. And they thought out Megatron, and they tracked him down. Sam went wiki through eBay. 
That's right. Because eBay was sweet a... product placement there. <laughs> there Those movies of... are all about product placement. Yeah. Well, um, this, the second movie had seventy-one moments of product placement. Wow. So that's pretty incredible. Mm. Which I think was they said it was a record at the time. But yeah, because there was an Xbox that came to life as well. Correct. All yes. sorts of various cars. And just and entertain children to, to no end. <laughs> oh, this is so. We might be entertained to death. We're so entertained by this product. Apparently, I've got I've got this here, but I don't remember this. That was a real truck of Furbies blown up in that film. Do you remember that? I have no memory of that. Me neither. I remember the, in, if we're talking about spectacular action sequences. There's this scene where a, there's a there's like a highway chase. Yeah, and a Decepticon just plows through a bus. That is that really good. Great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that they really like tore a bus apart for that. Great. So that's a lot of that. A lot of it is practical, with the obviously the exception of the most of the Transformers uh-huh. stuff. But they built like they did build like a life size Bumblebee and parts of Optimus Prime yeah, yeah. And, and whatever. So you cannot fault these movies, despite. Most of them being terrible. I mean, you can fault them for a lot of reasons. <laughs> sure. You cannot I mean, fault some small I mean, things. The, the CGI, sorry, you cannot really fault It looks really movies. good, yeah. yeah. I think this one, the, the first one is the best in terms of... We're talking about them being a mess kind of action-wise. Yeah. But I think the, this one has the most clarity in terms of who's who. Yes. Yeah. They, they, def, they definitely get worse. The, in the sequels, there are so many generic Transformers yeah. that just exist to fill space. Yeah. And they're all just weird shades of grey and brown. Yep, yep. But these ones have the most distinct characters, although I can't really remember any of them. The only bit I really remember is, of the characters, is when Sam meets them and they're all in a circle. Yep. And there's Jazz and Ironhide, maybe, uh-huh. and they all kind of say a little catchphrase or whatever. And then flop. Yeah, yeah, and that's really, that's really it, though. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't really remember any of them. A lot of people say that... The first movie is good up until the point where the the Transformers start speaking. Okay, yeah. Like, in fact, your mate Kevin Smith, I think, said on a podcast, like oh. he thought it would have been best if they were all just silent killers. Okay, like, and you never really understand why they're doing the things they do. Even Optimus Prime. Yeah, maybe I don't know, but I mean, the the, the opening there's an opening sequence where the Decepticons attack a military base. Which there's is a helicopter, incredible. which looks incredible. Yeah, yeah. and if there would if there was just a lot of that and from. The, the the dilemma there is like I think it might have been, and somebody's probably working on editing this together. Like it, if you had to, det- if you just see this swath of destruction across the world, mm. and you have to pick up from context what they're doing. Yeah, I think that would be kind of an excellent film. Okay, but like kind of like the way Godzilla did it. Yeah, yeah, and I think the the assumption. The movie maker's assumption is that the public is too dumb to figure that out. Yeah. So we need a lot of we need a lot. We need exposition. someone talking about we honor need Optimus and Prime protecting. talking about space and honor and protecting in the future. And well, it's funny you say that about the dialogue though, because I got it says a lot of the dialogue was cut uh-huh. from the Decepticons to make them more menacing. There we go. So yeah, it's okay. But also, I've got here, I remember this, Megatron's first line of dialogue in this movie I am is, Megatron. is, I am Megatron. Which is what you say when you wake up. I say that. I say I'm Mason when I wake up in the morning. Yeah, after he thought out, which is why though? Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. But there's a few little touches like that that are that are good. Like the fact that he trained changes into an alien jet uh-huh. because he refuses to take the shape of anything. The idea is that he's too arrogant to take the shape of anything on Earth. Yeah, yeah. Because he's uh-huh. he's not hiding. He's like, right. fuck you. This right, is, exactly. I'm, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a weird space plane or whatever. Uh-huh. Who cares? Like stuff like that, which I enjoy, but. I don't know. I, I would. I, I remember thinking it was okay at the time, uh-huh. and I, but I would never, ever, ever, ever go back and watch it ever. <laughs> you should go back though. You're probably right. I should. Yeah, you should definitely go back. Yeah. <laughs> you know that was also it was also the fastest selling DVD release of 2007. So people obviously this movie 
think it made like 152 million dollars in its first week which was like the one of the biggest openings for a movie that was not a sequel or right or whatever i think i bought it on dvd and i think the reason i did Mm. is because i went did i enjoy that (laughs) and then i put it in and went not really (laughs) so and i think maybe that's the reason it was the fastest selling blah blah whatever well that's the whole thing about all these movies isn't it i mean we see them but we don't we don't like them Mm. do we good question (laughs) yeah one more thing mason before we move on from this one uh, oh, a couple of things. Uh, John Turturro, remember his character? He was an agent. And yes, he was sure. kind of He was insane for the no toots. reason. The Toots. He's great, actually. I really like him. Mm-hmm. But he based his character, Agent Simmons, on Michael Bay. But Michael Bay insists this is not true. Oh, really? I would love that to be true. I don't remember much about that character, but he got peed on at one point, which yep. is a big point of contention for fans of the Transformers, because Bumblebee sure. peed on him. Uh-huh. And also, also, it says... And this, this part here ties into why a lot of this is so confusing, that the action parts... In close-up shots, the Transformers are sped up, and the wide shots, they're, slow, they're in slow motion to give weight to their movement and to make them look cool. They are pretty cool, <laughs> when you think about it. So, Mason, we give ratings to everything, as you know. Uh-huh. By ratings, we may, I mean best or worst movie ever. There are only two options, sure. There are. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I'm going to say best movie ever, because of that opening sequence. I agree with you. Yeah. And um, I remember enjoying it at the time. At some point, which can't really be said about the sequels; they (laughs) seem to never end. So, never, ever, ever. Mm. Have you got a a cool thing there? No. (laughs) Let's just move on to the next one. I've got stuff to say about the next one. Probably two thousand and nine. Transformers: Revenge of the Fallen. The wheels fell off this franchise like immediately, right? So to speak. (laughs) Transformers have wheels. They sure do. Like. I remember hearing that this wasn't good going in. Uh-huh. And I thought, I'll, I'll give it a go. And I remember thinking 20 minutes in, I'm like, this is all right. But then it just it just went forever. You did. And yeah, it didn't right. go anywhere. Uh-huh. And Optimus Prime was killed and disappeared for a large majority of it. And he's the only character. Correct. The, like, well, the only Autobot character, really. There was more humans in it. Sam at Wiki's mum and dad visit him at college. And, and one of them gets stoned. One of them gets stoned. The action sequences go forever. It's convoluted. There's racist robots in it. There sure are. Like it, it's just there's a character. There's a characters called the RC twins. Yeah, and there's three of them. Are they the ones that make the ice cream truck and they're racist? No, that's the other two. They're like motorcycles, and they're oh. called the RC twins. And there's three of them. <laughs> Is it a joke? I don't think so. I don't remember those guys at all. See, there you go. I've only seen it once. But yeah, there's a there's a lot of kind of additional characters that make no sense in the film. And talking about um. Optimus Prime is killed in that yeah. film. And, to, and he spends the most majority of the film, you know, in Autobot Heaven or whatever. Yes. If you recall, at the end of the first Transformers, mm. one of the Autobots is killed. He's like torn. Megatron like tears jazz. him in half. It's Jazz, right? it's Jazz. So Jazz is killed. Yeah. And at the start of Transformers 2, he's alive again. Yes. So... He's also alive in the comics yeah. as well. So, so the question to... Me, in the spin-off comics of the right. movies. So the question in my mind would be, when Optimus Prime dies, why don't you just perform whatever thing you performed <laughs> on Jazz to bring him back from the dead? Because that clearly worked, right? Well, there's also that... There's a thing you mentioned in how it, how it should have ended. They bring back um, Megatron using a piece of the Allspark, uh-huh. which is also what they killed him with. Correct. But oh, that's al- right. I was going to mention that. Yeah. Yeah, but also Shia LaBeouf and Megan Fox have, have a piece, piece of the Allspark with them. Yeah. And it's also another bit where it echoes the first movie, where where that Allspark imprints something on Shia LaBeouf's mind. Uh-huh. Do you remember he yeah. has the coordinates to 
the Matrix in this one, is that right? That's, yeah, The Matrix. It's the yeah. Matrix, which is a big plot point of the 1986 movies. But do you remember what this movie was actually about? Do you remember? I had to look it up so I can tell you, but do you well, remember? Well, it's called Revenge of the Fallen. Yes. There's a Fallen, mm. and he's like a Transformer, but he's not a Transformer. Yeah. Or something. He doesn't Transformer. Yeah. And he... he refuses. Yeah, exactly. He refuses to Transformer. <laughs> and he wants to... You, do you remember? I actually had some of these as a kid. They were called the Transformers Action Masters. And there were Transformers that didn't transform. I had one of them. I yeah. had a yellow one. He was a jet, but he was—he just looked like a GI Joe. Great. Yeah, that <laughs> were, yeah. I don't know why those existed. Uh, anyway, yeah. But um, I loved mine. Anyway, the fallen, and he wanted to get everyone. He wanted to kill Optimus Prime. Yeah. Well, the he idea was. Everyone? I don't know. And again, I had to look this up. He was a Prime. Right. And he came to Earth, and there were six or seven Primes. I don't know. And the idea was, they come to Earth and they harvest the sun for Energon or whatever they uh-huh. were doing. I can't remember. And. From there, he they made a pact. All the primes are like, listen, we're not going to um, destroy any any sun that has life uh-huh. that has life near it. So they decided not to destroy the sun. But the fallen was like, I'm going to do it anyway. And so he built something that harvests the sun, and it was inside the pyramids. Oh, that's right. And there were racist robots and heaven at the end. And the constructor cons. That's yeah. what we needed. We needed to. Well, the thing is. About the dis- well, apparently Hasbro requested putting the constructor cons in, but there's apparently I didn't know this. There are two sets of t- constructor cons: one that make Devastator, is that his name Devastator, yep, uh-huh. and one that 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 are just turned into trucks and whatever. Oh, there's two sets. Yeah. See that was see I would never have remembered that. Nope. Yeah. But he just didn't have like- the constructor cons as a kid. No, me neither. Had the ones that turned into Menasaur. Well, what was that? Gonna- I had also had the the Bruticus. I had Bruticus. Sure. Cool. Yeah. He was cool. had all them. Old Dem? Pretty great. <laughs> Old Dem Nobody toys. needs to know. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Michael Bay described the tone of this film as Ben-Hur fused with Apocalypse Now. No, it's none of those <laughs> things. What? Why? No. Is that just because they go and they go and try and find someone? Is In that, the desert? Yeah. Like Ben-Hur does? Yeah, no, like the Apocalypse Now, they're looking for Oh, Kurtz. okay. Like, is that... Yeah, I guess... Because they're looking... The Fallen for- is the Marlon Brando character? No, the the Marlon Brando character is the the SR seventy one Blackbird, the really old one. Okay, with a cane maybe. Yeah, who had a cane? That's Michael right. Bay's an idiot. <laughs> well, to his to be fair, this came out during the writers' strike. Uh huh. But to be fair, it's a lot of things shouldn't have come out. During... You know what they should have said? They should have just said, "Hey, everybody, read a book." No movies this year. No movies this year. Just read a book. It's fine. Oh, sorry, that product placement. It was the highest number of paid product placements. It was 47, not 71, okay, like I said. Still so I apologize. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there you go. Also, it also says that you would have liked this. Uh, Optimus Prime was originally going to appear as the iconic truck trailer. Yeah. And would have combined with it to make himself bigger. Correct. They didn't do that, though. Ugh, boo. <laughs> do you remember how brutal Optimus Prime is in this movie compared to the cartoons? Again, not to be one of those guys who loves nostalgia and so on, uh-huh. that they want to marry it or whatever. Yeah, yeah, That yeah. annoys me when people can't get past things that they loved when they were a kid or whatever. Right. Yeah, do whatever. Why are you but, looking at me like that? Yeah, t- How dare you? <laughs> no, you're, you're, you're okay with it, right? You uh-huh, like yep, change fine. for the better. So You like change for the better. Yeah. For example, the Iron like Man... Like change for the parking meter. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> for example, the Iron Man Jarvis thing. Yeah, that's fine. They change him into a robot butler, but it's, it works. Because people don't have butlers anymore. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> people do have artificially intelligent house computers. So it works. Mm. Oh, that's what okay. something I was going to say. The... Whatever it's called, the SR seventy one Blackbird guy mm. that turns into an old transformer with yeah. a beard and a walking stick. A lot of people say he's based visually on Warren Ellis, the 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 author, the comic book author, because he's got a beard and a walking stick and he's kind of cranky. 
I don't know. Maybe I look that that's up. True. Look that up. Everybody look up Transformers Warren Ellison. And he's Jetfire, is that right? Yeah, he's, he's Jetfire. He's yeah. a Decepticon who turned into a regular. He's Decepticon Nazi. who decides he doesn't want to be Decepticon anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. There's. <laughs> man. <laughs> that whole scene, I remember. And there's that little robot toy that follows Megan Fox around. Yep. And, uh, like, humps her leg and whatever. Yeah. It's bizarre. Mm. It's just bizarre. Yeah, I guess that is the dilemma. Like, you were saying earlier in the first one that they took out a lot of dialogue of the Decepticons to make them seem more menacing. Okay. Which, I guess, it is true, but it does kind of make them a little bit more boring. Yeah. Compared to the car- like the cartoon characters you had, like Megatron and Starscream and stuff, and they all had their distinct personalities. Yeah. But they were also incredibly annoying. Yeah. So, so there is, I guess, in a way, they're kind of damned if they do and damned if they don't. Because you've either right. boring and kind of generic and interchangeable or incredibly annoying. So, yeah. I, we, I feel like we got both, though. We did, we did get end. both. In many ways, we lost on every level. We did. This movie, though, was apparently going to lead into Unicron. Okay. The third movie was originally going to be Unicron because the, the writers are Robert Orsi, who we've talked about before. He did um, Star, Trek? Star Trek. And Alex Kurtzman. They were going to do part three, right? They didn't end up doing it. Uh-huh. So uh, it ended up being, the third one ended up being about a space bridge. Yep. And not Unicron. Uh-huh. So, but I think I said this last week, I think we'll see Unicron at one point. I hope so. Because it just, things get bigger and bigger and whatever. Yeah, yeah. Until eventually we'll see Unicron. I thought it was interesting in that Transformers 2 that they need to get from wherever to Egypt. Yeah. And we meet a character, we meet Jetfire, who's an SR-71 Blackbird, who can go up into like, low Earth orbit, and then go places really quickly. And I'm like, oh, that's how they're going to do it. But no, he can just generate a space bridge. That's, what's the point then? Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Well, I think that was also wrote, written in because Shia LaBeouf injured his hand in a car crash. Oh, yeah. And when he goes through that teleport thing, doesn't he injure his hand and his hand's in a bandage for the rest of the movie? Okay, but he could also have banged his hand on like a... (laughs) Just anything. Just anything, yeah. (laughs) Just anything at all. Man. Yeah, what what kind of script what kind of screenwriter and or director's like, oh that guy injured his hand, how will we write this into the script? Will he bang his hand on something? Will he be shot? No, let's have him be injured in a space bridge accident. <laughs> and also, uh, do you want to hear who the actors from the films and the director what their favourite Transformers are? Yes. Shia LaBeouf, Scalpel. Don't know who that is. I think it's the little annoying one, probably. Okay. Which is the Shia LaBeouf of, of Transformers. <laughs> So Charlotte Booth isn't the Charlotte Booth of Transformers? No. There's a couple of them. I think, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. Megan Fox prefers Devastator. Because of the balls, probably. <laughs> Why do people hate Megan Fox for no reason? See, that I was, was talking a really about this show. before, have, yeah. It's fine, don't worry about but, it. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. They're good on her, yeah. whatever. Um, Michael Bay's favourite were the twins. Those race... Of course oh, they oh, were, wait. Yeah. Are they the racist ones or the ones that you said that Doesn't aren't matter. twins? Doesn't I'm matter. I'm confused. Doesn't matter. Also, this is in IMDb, and I don't know how this got in here. Somebody's clearly not moderated this. Uh-huh. It says... Beetlejuice was offered a voice acting role and met with Michael Bay. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. But the meeting did not go well and Beetlejuice angrily turned down the role. I didn't make that up. I wasn't like, what a hilarious joke. I'll just bring this up. Is this one of your autocorrects? This is, no. Escapades? This is on IMDb. If you go to IMDb, Revenge of the Fallen, it is in there. Did they mean Michael Keaton? (laughs) I don't know. Well, that's what I thought. So, there you go. Hmm. Yeah. A couple more bits of trivia, Mason. That's a you know that's a fun bit of trivia. Mm. Is that Michael Keaton is the only Batman who is also Beetlejuice? <laughs> <laughs> that's not even mine. A friend of mine does that. If, if you just want to mess with people, just give them just give them that fact. <laughs> he just always spouts that yeah, fact. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, according to Robert Orsi, here mm. we go. The script struggled to maintain a more evenly balanced focus between the humans and the robots, and to moderate the humour more. 
He said the Transformers... Uh, so, yeah, they struggle with the Transformers' more intense war balanced with outrageous jokes. Pretty outrageous. <laughs> I don't remember any jokes. <laughs> How dare they? You really spat that out when you said jokes. Like, jokes. <laughs> Jetfire was originally envisioned to have an accent like an American Southern preacher. Because of stereotypes. Of course. I added the they needed, Yeah, because they needed more stereotypes in that film. <laughs> now, was this the movie where there was the competition to get Optimus Prime to say something? No, that was the first one. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to talk... Do you want to explain that? No, there was a... There was a uh, because Peter Cullen had come back for the, f- the first Transformers film, there was a competition. They Love. said, people of the internet, can you... Uh, what what would you like Optimus Prime to say, you know, in his op- amazing Optimus Prime voice? And they and went with inspire... one must stand, one must fall or, or something whatever. like that. Or one, yeah. of, one of his classic that was on his, like, profile card on the back of his, you know, the, the toy box or whatever. Sure. But there was an internet campaign that got thousands and thousands of votes for Optimus Prime to say, well, I guess I'll transform her into a truck now. <laughs> right? And it's one of those ones where... You know, it garnered the most votes, but people, but they were like, oh, well, this is people are just being silly. No, <laughs> you put this out there, you had the people vote, it won. He should have said, well, I guess I'll transform her into a truck now. Better movie. Better movie, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what, else, what else do we say about this movie? Uh, it's the worst. I feel real down this whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like, you hung over, that's often the case. I'm not, though. That's oh. <laughs> are you a little bit hung over? No. Okay. Yeah. Just talking about these movies, I don't know. It just bums me out. Should we just quit now? <laughs> no. We'd... Okay. Let's push. Let's on. continue bumming out the audience as well. Then. <laughs> Best movie ever. Worst movie. Worst ever. movie ever. Yeah, definitely. Mm. There's yeah. that sequence though where uh, the Decepticons are trying to infiltrate <laughs> a military base or something. This is all quite vague. Oh yeah, and there's and like... one's like ball. Ba- one's like a ball bearing yeah. robot. That was quite. Fun. That was quite good. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. That was one as well where. You could only see it from certain angles because it was like razor thin and it would turn on its side and you That's could barely right. see it. Mm. So there was some creativity in it. Yeah. If only most of the characters could be interesting and unique <laughs> and not just weird grey carbon copies of one another. Or just people screaming at each other. Yeah, yeah. I think this was probably the worst in terms of like action sequences that all look the same. Yes. Right? Okay. It is the worst Transformers movie. Correct. Right? Yeah. That being Best said. movie ever. <laughs> no, worst movie ever. <laughs> yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. Transformers Dark of the Moon the most recent entry until next week Mason I wrote here I hated it but I hated <laughs> it but I hated it less great than the other ones the most we can hope for ultimately yeah yeah. yeah and I again mean, I haven't really seen this one I've seen it in fits and starts I've seen like I've, I watched some of it and then I fast forwarded through got to like a major action sequence and I'm like well I'll just skip through to the end of this <laughs> And then I did, but the action sequence just kept going, and I skipped like another ten minutes, and it just kept going, and I skipped like another twenty minutes, and it was still going. So, and then the movie ended. Yeah, and there was a lot of collapsing buildings. I there was that. a lot of collapsing yeah, okay, buildings. Good. good. It sounds like you have seen. I'm it. thinking of the correct film. Great. <laughs> but tell me about Transformers. Sure. 3. I'm. But look, I had incredibly low expectations going in. Why? The but, last one was so good. <laughs> but I was still like, this is terrible. Like it's still terrible. Like uh-huh. maybe I say that I didn't hate it as much because I hated the previous one so much. Uh-huh. Because I expected something from it. But right. this, I remember that what annoyed me probably the most, though there's a couple of things, I'll get, I'll get <laughs> through them. There's a bit where Optimus Prime gets tangled up in some cables. Sure. And then it cuts away to Tad Hamilton and who's Josh, Josh Jamal. Jamal. No, name, Tad Hamilton. And Tyrese Gibson, Too Fast, Too Furious, trying to shoot a space bridge because there was a space bridge that was going to bring through 
um, what's their planet called? The Cybertron. The okay, right. No, Cybertron. Okay. <laughs> right. And also, an intercut between that and Shia LaBeouf and Patrick Dempsey, like, slapping at each other. Oh, that's right. I remember the slap fight. Yeah. <laughs> and then it cuts back 20 minutes later and Optimus Prime is still tangled in these cables. But he wasn't, like, wrapped up in them. Right. He flew into them. Right. And then just, we left him for 20 minutes and came back and he's still like, Ugh! Like yeah. trying to get out of it, wow, okay. and he's got he's got an axe a sword arm. like yeah. attached to his arm. Yeah, like he, he kills a lot of people with it. Yeah, he, he chops some heads off in the first one. <laughs> he's, if I yeah, recall. I meant to say this before. He's really brutal in this, isn't he? Yeah, you he? mentioned that. Yeah, I oh, did. I you did. okay. So Could shut you... up about it. You've had your chance. <laughs> shut your mouth, mate. And this one from the story, I remember uh, the a ship from Cybertron <laughs> crashed on the moon. Great, and the moon landing was. A ruse to check it out, as I mentioned before. Uh-huh. And sitting up there was the Prime, who was the predecessor to Optimus Prime, called right. Ma- Chaz Prime. Chaz Prime. Was it Maximus Prime? No. Sentinel Prime, sorry. Okay. Who was voiced by Leonard Nimoy. Great. Who voiced Galvatron in the original movie. And also, what I hated about it, sorry, I'm going to get back to this. It had this amazing cast. And I'll list some of the names here Patrick Dempsey, <laughs> Tad Hamilton, <laughs> Josh Dumal. Uh- Car from Too Fast, Too Furious. <laughs> Andy Daly. Racism. Andy Daly, wasn't it? You're right. Andy Daly. Francis McDormand. Yeah, is that how okay, you say it? Yeah. Ken Jong. Uh-huh. John Malkovich. Yeah. But the thing is, though, these are comedic actors, a lot of them, uh-huh. or have done comedy. Yeah. Like, even you, I don't consider John Malkovich a comedic actor, but he can be funny. Yeah. He's proven that. He has comic timing. If only by his bizarre behavior, sure. <laughs> exactly. But Michael Bay, he doesn't understand. The structure of jokes, right, and how a joke works, and how to set something it's up. It's a, jo- a joke pay- is when somebody shows their butt, exactly, you know? or like has a weird accent, yeah, or yeah. is Asian, right? Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the the um Ken Jong's character, his last name is Wang. Yep. And I don't think that's because oh, that's probably a traditional Asian name. I just think he thought that was funny. Wang's a funny word. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Look, maybe I'm wrong. No, maybe you're I'm right. not giving him enough credit. Yeah, yeah. But why would you hire those people? And do nothing with them, yeah. It's baffling. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand. Well, I think maybe that was... It might have been a case of, you know, let's hire these people who are very funny and, yeah. good, and good actors and what have you. Let's see what they do. And then what they did was too subtle for the film. <laughs> like, um, it, it sort of got, you know, snowed under by just the collapsing buildings and stuff. Yeah. Mm. Oh, Jesus. That last sequence. You know, this movie is actually shorter than Revenge of the Fallen. Really? Yeah. It seemed much longer, given the fact that I skimmed through it in 20 minutes. It, did, it still seemed longer. How is that? This is also the movie that famously Megan Fox was fired from. Correct. By yeah. uh, Steven Spielberg. Because uh-huh. apparently she compared Michael Bay to Hitler. I remember that. Which I guess is an unfair comparison. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but, yeah, that's... Like, and they had the, the other girl come in. Who was, who was fine, I thought. Yeah, who seemed all right, I Great, guess. sure. Yeah. I have no memory of her whatsoever, so she was probably fine. Do you remember at the end? Nope. I remember at the end. Great. When Sentinel Prime, who turned on Optimus Prime, Uh because he uh, was in league with the Decepticons because he wanted to bring Cybertron through. He wanted to keep the the Transformers alive no matter at what cost or whatever, whatever. Why did he need to bring Cybertron to Earth? Good question. I don't have your answer. Fantastic. (laughs) I don't have your answer. Fantastic. And, And then as he's about to kill Optimus Prime, Megatron is goaded by this girl, Rosie Huntington, Whitefish, whatever, sure, yeah. to to kill Sentinel Prime. Uh-huh. And then Megatron does. She's like, hey, Megatron, you're not very good, are you? And maybe... <laughs> maybe this not... guy's better than you. And, and he's like, I'll bloody show you. <laughs> and then he kills him. Wow. 
And but then there's also a point where then Optimus and then he said Megatron says, "Look, Optimus Prime, let's put all our differences aside." Truce. And Optimus Prime just shoots him in the head, kills him, <laughs> executes huh. him. Not that it matters in these movies. No, because Jazz came back. Yeah. yeah. So what you're saying is everybody in this movie is a bad person or yes. an idiot or an idiot. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Here's some trivia though, Mason. I'm ready. Peter Cullen's favorite moment was when Optimus Prime meets the astronaut Buzz Aldrin. Oh, that's nice. I think. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Michael Bay swore that. Wait, the... wait, wait, wait. Though was Buzz Aldrin still alive when this happened? I think he's still alive. Oh, he's dead now, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, maybe. I don't so know. my question is. Did they get Buzz Aldrin's permission for this, or did he die and then they bought permission from his estate and then just CGI'd his face? You know they do that for ads now, like yeah, yeah. like James Dean's dead, but they'll just see or Steve McQueen or whatever, and they'll just CGI their face <laughs> on an ad for washing powder or something. The Mars bar ad with Bruce Lee. Oh yeah, remember that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Bruce Lee would never eat a Mars bar. No, never. He'd die probably <laughs> if he ate a Mars bar. That's probably what killed him. <laughs> Michael probably had an aspirin and a Mars bar, and then just all his organs packed in. <laughs> It's a deadly secret. <laughs> Michael Bay swore that the Autobot twins, so I guess Skids and Mudflap, I guess they're, yep. t- I don't know, yeah, yeah. were not going to be in the film and promised sorry, $25,000 to whoever could spot them. However, they do appear in one scene when the directors um, arrive at Nest, which is like the Autobot team. They call so them he owes, he owes presumably <laughs> hundreds of, or thousands or millions of people $25,000 each. I didn't spot what them. What an idiot. Yeah. But I, I don't think that ever came through. Because if that came out, we'd know about that, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. But sure, people find everything in movies. Remember when Mel Gibson put that one frame of himself in that trailer for Apocalypto? Yeah, I remember that. That was great. And, and people, and, and they made a bet. He made a bet with somebody else that no one's going to find this, or he said someone will find and it. And somebody found it like, like one second. Immediately. Yeah, like yeah. straight away. And it's just like a, an assortment of like Aztec, you know, primitive natives from thousands of years ago or whatever and then just him in like a plaid shirt with a crazy man <laughs> beard and just like yeah thumbs up <laughs> for a weird anti-semitic racist american he's pretty good he's all <laughs> right but he's all right in my book <laughs> no he's not he sucks uh, according to vhs uh vfx supervisor scott farrar sentinel prime was physically modeled on sean connery who was offered the role scottish robot huh. so there you go um scobot scobot <laughs> Also, he was meant to be coloured yellow, Sentinel Prime. Do you remember him from the from the cartoon? Va- vaguely, yeah, okay, yeah. He was supposed to be yellow, but as he changed into a fire truck, and fire trucks are standard red, so he had what? to be. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. So he had to be recolored at the expense of thousands of dollars. That's a massive oversight, right? Like we, a, a child knows. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> what colours a fire truck? Red. There's no nowhere in the world is a fire truck any colour other than red, right? No. Yeah. No. There we go. I got some grim trivia from this. Some grivia? Some grivia. Yeah. Filming was temporarily delayed in September 2nd, on September 2nd, 2010, when an extra was seriously injured during a stunt um, in Hammond, Indiana. A steel cable snapped from a car being towed and hit the extra's car, damaging her skull. Ooh. The extra had to undergo brain surgery, and the injury left her permanently brain damaged, paralyzed on the, her left side, and her left eye stitched shut. It was an $18 million settlement from that. Jesus. Imagine your left brain damage from a Transformers, a Transformers movie. Like in many at... ways we are. <laughs> no, that's very insensitive. I apologize. <laughs> but you look at like Ben-Hur and remember like people were trampled to death yeah, yeah. in Ben-Hur. Mm-hmm. And that's tragic. But I guess the if there is any silver lining in that, which there isn't, yeah. Ben-Hur is re- remembered as a movie that people seem to enjoy. Yeah, I don't yeah. Remember. And they had that amazing chariot race. Uh-huh. But, like, 
you you just get your brain whipped out of your skull on the set of a Transformers, Transformers movie. movie. <laughs> Not only that, but a, a, the threequel. Ugh. Patrick Dempsey Mason is a car enthusiast. Ugh. Like his character Dylan. That, Dylan. That classic Ugh. Transformers villain. He seems like Dylan. a Dylan, doesn't he? Ugh. Patrick Dempsey for Doctor Strange, though, Mason. Nope. nope. I'm not on board with that. He was a villain. Do Unless you... I said I was on board with that earlier <laughs> in the last podcast. I can't remember. Probably not, though. This is interesting, sort of. An early draft of the script had the Autobot in the arc named Ultra Magnus. So instead of Sentinel Prime, they're going to do Ultra Magnus. That's the villain. It's the villain. Mm, don't know if I like that. Me neither. I mean, yeah. it's. I like the design of Ultra Magnus. Uh-huh. Do you? Yeah. Cool. Me too. I'm glad I'm glad we've come to a consensus on Ultra Magnus. <laughs> this I think you should have been the leader instead of Rodimus Prime. Wow. That's a big call to make on a movie talk, from the eighties. We'll talk about that later. Okay. Uh this one's though this one's just for you, this piece of trivia. Okay. Eddie Pepitone auditioned for the role of Jerry Wang. Oh really? Interesting. <laughs> you like Eddie Pepitone? Yeah, don't I love you? Eddie Pepitone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there yeah, you yeah. go. All right, Michael Bay convinced uh, the driller's destruction. Also, I think it would have been great to see Eddie Pepitone dressed as an Asian man because that's probably what they would have insisted. They wouldn't have changed the name. They would have made him Asian. That would have been the worst. Because was, weren't the Decepticons killing guys who were involved in the space mission? I don't know. <laughs> Why am I asking you? Why ask me? <laughs> okay, Michael, I'm out of my depth here. This is my favorite bit, I think. Last piece of trivia. Do you remember there was a big driller that was tearing down skyscrapers? It was like a big drill worm. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And tentacles then, and stuff. Tentacles and stuff. He can he um, conceived that while doing stomach crunch exercises. What is good, great about this, right? Yes. He was clearly doing exercise. Yes. And then finished doing exercise, and then went to people and be like, "Listen, I was doing stomach crunches exercises, <laughs> and, and I thought about it. What an amazing right. idea! He didn't just say, "Hey, guys, I had an idea." Yeah. For this. He had to go and tell them. <laughs> Hey, I was doing some stomach crunches and this. Okay, yeah, that is that is an amazing piece of trivia. I enjoy that a lot. <laughs> Thank you very much. That is so good. So, I think most... He, that's probably how he tells people about most of his ideas. It's an exercise he's doing. Then or the a idea. girl he's banging. Yeah, exactly. Or a pile of cocaine that he loves. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, listen, I was just working on my lats. And I thought, what about um, racists, robots? How about that? <laughs> What a great guy. Yeah. Yeah. We enjoy the work of Michael Bay, don't we? I don't know. Mm. Ironically. And then maybe... I don't even think so. No. I don't even think so. Um, Yeah, so I guess worst movie ever for me. Worst movie ever, certainly, yeah. yeah. Mason. Yes. There is one more Transformers movie we've got to talk about. Little unknown in some ways. Mm. The fourth Transformers movie, Battleship. Correct. (laughs) There are a lot of parallels in those movies. There's also like a... Whip chainy thing that that tears down a building and stuff. There's like a lot of shots that are very similar. Uh-huh. And Battleship came off the back of Transformers because people were like, "Well, Battleship was Hasbro, also." Oh yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. that exists. Right, that's weird, isn't it? <laughs> yes. D- uh, d- you seen Battleship? No, I know Rihanna's in it. Yeah, right. It's as good as the first Transformers. Really? Maybe that slower. is a big call because it doesn't look even as good as that. Surely it's total nonsense, right? <laughs> Okay, to be fair, I saw it on DVD, not even DVD. I may have got a copy of it somewhere from someone. Sure. Someone lent you me a DVD. You got it on HD, DVD, DVD. <laughs> yeah. Great. But I remember not being, I remember just being, this is okay. Uh-huh. Peter Berg did it, and he's a director, isn't he? Sure is. 
Allegedly. You know, I mean, it's he's probably... down a few notches because he released Battleship, but whatever. <laughs> he sure did. Mm. So there you go, Mason. But the real, there is a fourth Transformers movie, yeah. movie, which is actually the first. Yes. And I said, In many you... ways. Chronologically, certainly. <laughs> Literally. Literally, it's the first one. <laughs> yeah. It's the one from 1986. It sure is. Transformers the movie. It's the only one Isn't with it the called movie. Transformers the movie the movie? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, Transformers the movie the movie. <laughs> What are we got? What's going on with that? Basically? Well, basically, it's set in the far-flung future of two thousand and five. <laughs> oh, will we reach there? Will we reach that technological utopia of two thousand five? I know you love futures that are now we've passed. Yep, Is that right? Pretty that's, great. There's a... some of my favourites. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's in the future. We're in the future, and uh, so basically, Unicron, which mm. is the giant planet-sized planet, evil planet. <laughs> wink. Spoiler alert. Slater. <laughs> Is is it's deva- it devours planets like it's 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 out there floating around the universe, it's eating planets like you wouldn't believe. Voiced by Orson Welles, correct? His he- final role, I think. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, and then he died. He did die. It's a shame. <laughs> what happens in this one? So he, he, it's gonna it's gonna devour Cybertron. It devours uh a couple of the Autobot moon bases. It does. It's in it's set in the future where um. The Decepticons have taken over Cybertron completely. They run Cybertron yeah. at this point. And uh, the Autobots, like, they have a base on Earth and they have a couple of moon bases. Why do they leave Cybertron in, originally in the cartoon? Is it because it's dying? No, there's just the war and I think they're, the Autobots are off getting supplies or something. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. It's a bit vague. <laughs> sure. There probably is a reason. I can't remember what it is. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, and basically, uh, it's at this point that... The Autobots, they need more energy on, so they're like, we'll go to Autobot City, which is on Earth. Mm. And when they're flying there, the Decepticons attack and just murder all of them. <laughs> and this is the first... Like, this... this I imagine the Autobot Auto- Transformers the movie shocked a lot of children and a lot of parents yeah. who took their children. Because trans- in Transformers, there's a lot of, like, red and blue lasers shooting about. And a lot of people, you know, a lot of Autobots and Decepticons ducking for cover. Yeah, and, and people then, get hit, but they're yeah. fine. And then there's a lot of, you know, there's a there's a brief skirmish, and then the Decepticons are like, Decepticons retreat, <laughs> you know, whatever. <laughs> this this movie starts with the murder of a lot of Autobots, yeah, and like really brutally, yeah, yeah. Like there's a point blank, like at one point, uh, Ironhide, mm. like there's this action sequence on the on this Autobot ship, and the Autobots are ambushed and. Got a lot, get a lot of holes blown through them and yeah. whatever. And there's a point where, like, the Decepticons have won this battle and they're like, now let's set the course for Autobot City and let's set this ambush. And you see what's left of Ironhide sort of crawl up, like, next to Megatron's leg, like, um, oh, um, you, you haven't got me. I'm still got some fighting spirit. And then just Megatron puts his gun right to Ironhide's temple and just blows his head off. <laughs> and it's just, it's, I, I don't remember being. Like I don't remember the crowd reaction because yeah, I was yeah. a child and who knows sure. at that point. But man, that was, that was pretty brutal. <laughs> People die in that. Like, and I guess because they had a new line of Transformers to be. I released, was going to say, that... and the idea is you phase out all the old ones by killing them mercilessly, because the kids already have them and there's no point. They That's right. don't need to buy them again. And so we need to clean house and bring in the new ones. We want Judd Nelson's Rodimus we, Prime. We want, we want. We want Hot Rod. We want Cup. We want. Blur, we want Springer, Jerry Springer, the talk show host, was in it for some reason. We want RC, who never got a, uh, an action figure ever. Oh, really? Yeah. How do you know that? Well, I just know. It's one of those things. I would have had it, because I had all the, I had literally all the other ones. Really? Yeah. Holy crap. I had the Sharktacon. 
What did the shark decon change into? A shark. No, other than that. A man. Because <laughs> they don't change into men in the movie, do they? Yeah, they do. Oh, do they? Yes. Great. God damn it. What a, What an animation, though. Yeah. Anyway, the, the Decepticons attack Autobot City. There's a brutal action sequence. Yeah, Optimus Prime is killed. He passes on the Matrix of Leadership to Hot Rod. Yeah. Why do you need that to be the leader? Well, actually, he passes on... Uh, he, he passes it to Ultra Magnus. Ultra Magnus, but, but Hot Rod catches yeah, it. It's not destined first. for him. It's destined yeah. for... Hot Rod, yeah. For us. Yeah, for us. Yeah, exactly. Or Shia LaBeouf, because he becomes... He goes to Transformer Heaven or something. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's all it's always leading to that, yeah. Uh, and anyway, there's a lot of action sequences. There's a, it's a, there's a non-stop 80s soundtrack to there, it. It does not stop, does it? Yeah. When you say non-stop, you mean it literally does not stop for a second, does yeah, it? Yeah, it just yeah. keeps going and going. There's a Weird Al Yankovic song at yeah. one point. There's a Junkyard. There's a Junkyard one, action sequence. Eric Idle is Rekgar, the leader of the Junkions. Yeah. yeah, and they reassemble Ultra Magnus. Yeah, yeah. Right? In a way that they somehow couldn't do to Optimus Prime. <laughs> it's another one of those things where somebody... People die in ways that they can be rebuilt and not rebuilt. And well, he turned Optimus Prime turned grey though. If oh, it's a really good point, actually. Yeah, it's a really good point. Man. Anyway, uh, <laughs> anyway, Unicron wants to get rid of the Autobots. Blah blah blah. So he he retrieves what's left of Megatron, who's been thrown out in space mm, by Starscream. Yeah, correct. Mm. And he's rebuilt his Galvatron and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And uh, it's pretty good fun. Yeah. It's a lot of. Uh, Do you think it holds up? Ah. Uh, I still think the animation's pretty good. Yeah, I, I haven't seen it that. recently. I remember when I watched it a few years ago, what, what I found really grating was the non-stop soundtrack. Mm, yeah. Like, it's... I mean... This Stan Bush's some... The Touch appears twice. That's a great song. Don't get me <laughs> yeah, wrong. Absolutely. But, and I lo- actually, I do like that Transformers theme from it. Mm. The, the by Vulcan... Lion. Yeah. By 80s, <laughs> 80s glam metal band Lion. The, the, very, the very glam reinterpretation of it. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, That's actually on my iPod. I will yeah, mine too. Occasionally, yeah. <laughs> Man, there was also um. Oh, what was I going to say about this? They uh, they had the the swear word in it. Someone oh, says yeah. shit in That's it, true, which was yeah. which was apparently quite controversial. Mm, yeah, yeah. Uh, at the time, there was something else I was going to say about that. I can't remember. It was important. Yeah, the death of Optimus Prime. Correct. Right. Yes. The the idea was they were bringing out a GI Joe movie and a Transformers movie around the same time. Uh-huh. The Transformers one ended up coming out first. Right. The people behind the GI Joe movie decided we're going to kill off Duke. Right. And Transformers thought, that's a great idea. We'll do the same thing. We'll kill off Optimus Prime. Mm-hmm. Optimus Prime was killed. That yep. came out first and he was killed. And it was such a negative reaction. They kept Duke alive. Good idea. In the G.I. Joe yeah. movie. In fact, what they did, and I I remember at the end of and I at the end of the Transformers, the movie, the animated movie, mm. there's the voiceover actually says Optimus Prime will return at the end. Yeah. And apparently they added that for like international release and it's on the DVDs. In the original American release, they don't mention that. And I think they, they kind of had to because <laughs> like there would have been a lot of very despondent children leaving Does that he, cinema. Doesn't he come back in the... Because car- he comes back in Generation 2 cartoon. Yeah. Because yeah. that leads straight into it, doesn't it? Where he's evil at first, but then he yeah. eventually comes back for goods. Yes, I think. Pretty, that's pretty much. It's, it's very convoluted, but yes, sure. Mm. Let's anyway, get into the, it. anyway, the movie ends with uh, uh, they it all culminates with a Autobot versus Decepticon battle mm. with Unicron, who turns who turns out he can turn into a giant robot man. Does that make sense? Not at all. <laughs> uh, it's complicated. Anyway, and uh, Hot Rod uh, unleashes the power of the Matrix of Leadership, and he becomes Rodimus Prime, who becomes a sweet RV. Does it's he? A, it's a terrible looking RV. It's really. Does he work. become slightly bigger? Yeah, he becomes taller. Yeah, he becomes taller and more weathered, <laughs> and he becomes like an RV, like a like the the weirdest kind of future RV, like 
that's not a cool vehicle. <laughs> if anything, you should have started like that and gone yeah, into, into the a hot, hot rod. rod. Exactly, yeah. yeah. But it's an RV with flames like on the side and big tailpipes and stuff, but it's terrible. Anyway. People generally do not love Rodimus Prime, though, do they? I love him. Do you really? That's fine. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Best movie ever, then? Best movie ever. Yeah, I'd agree with Soundtrack that. Soundtrack especially. Soundtrack especially. Mm. Like, look, I'll probably, again, like the other ones, I won't go back and watch it, but it probably is the truth. And I hate to be one of those guys who loves nostalgia so much he wants to marry it, uh-huh. but it's probably the best Transformers movie. Probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Colin Lagan actually wrote in. He summed this movie up nicely. Do you want to hear this? Yes. He said it's four dickheads. No, yeah. he didn't say that. Okay. He said... I no, dis- no, that's fair. <laughs> I distinctly recall my five-year-old self being absolutely gobsmacked at the cinema seeing this movie. Uh, and to this day, I still classify it as best movie ever. Nothing like a hard 80s rock soundtrack accompanying the gruesome deaths of multiple beloved characters to snap a kid into reality. Oh, boy. <laughs> Even if it was intended as a means to manipulate me into buying toys. Yeah, and it that's, absolutely was. Yeah, yeah, and that's pretty... He's pretty much nailed that, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go. Well, Mason... Sometimes I like... Yeah, there's actually a quote. I'm looking at the Wikipedia page here and it, it it's basically from the story consultant from the movie and he basically, yeah, he just says, look, they we just basically just wiped out the 1984 product line in the charge of the Light Brigade. Um, whoever wasn't discontinued stumbled to the end of the film. It's basically it. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got here, Mace, uh, Mason, questions for Mason because sometimes I like to ask you sure, questions yeah. to see what you know, to see if you've been paying attention to pop culture. Okay. Over the course of your life. I doubt I have, but go ahead. (laughs) Can you name three Transformers from the Michael Bay films, excluding Optimus Prime, Bumblebee, Megatron, and Starscream, and not the ones that we've talked about today that we brought up? (sighs) Which ones can't I say? The ones that we've talked about. Can't say Megatron. Uh, Yep. Can't say Jazz because we mentioned Jazz. (laughs) Boy, this is going to be difficult. (laughs) (sighs) Soundwave? Good one. Satellite? Yep. Nice. Good. How many? Three. I got two left. The Scorpion one, which I'm assuming is Scorpionox, but maybe yep, it isn't. Sure, I'll, I'll pay that. Great. One to go. Boy, this is going to be tricky. There's a girl one in some of them. No, doesn't count. <laughs> uh, if you'd made more memorable characters. Is there a Panther one in one of them? Yeah, it's in Ravage. He, yeah. He's in two, I think. There you he's go. He's part of the infiltration of the, the military base, I think, maybe. I think he's three. Because he vomits out the he vomits out the ball bearing <laughs> robot, I think. <laughs> yeah. So they send I'm gonna in, take that. Okay, so they send in Ravage who's basically built to infiltrate infiltrate yeah. who then vomits up a <laughs> ball bearing monster, yeah. <laughs> or whatever, I don't know. That, Challenge complete. That's right. So I, I don't actually know. Like if I didn't look those up I would I don't Right, right. I don't know. Okay, Mason. Which Transformers movie was it where they have to find an artifact that will turn the tide of the Autobot Decepticon war? All Which, of them. Yes. Great. <laughs> you, got the cu- you got the cube, you got the Matrix, you got the Space Bridge. Yep. There you go. I'll be talking about this. Why does the Allspark kill Megatron but also bring him back? I guess he got all the Allsparks. We got too much energy. Yeah. It's a Hulk situation. <laughs> What's your favorite action sequence from the Michael Bay movies? The uh, yeah, thing, it's definitely right? the helicopter one, yeah. Yeah, cool. It's brutal, and it's the first one. And it doesn't. Yeah, and it's before we realise that they're all kind of ridiculous characters. <laughs> you know what I did like about that movie? I kind of do like the look of um, Buddy Gunface in the new one. Okay. So I'm, I'm excited <laughs> to look forward to that, whatever that's going to be. But you know, I liked how in the uh, I think it's you see it more in the first one. Uh-huh. The Decepticons have holograms of people inside them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it looks like there's somebody driving, driving them. Yeah. 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 
My favorite sequence is the one where there's um, a Autobot spinning and shooting at the same time. <laughs> oh yeah, Do you remember that? That bit? was yeah. I, I vaguely remember that one. <laughs> that one time that happened. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here we go. Which is closer to the mythology: the Transformers movies or the X Men movies? X-Men movies, surely. Okay, right? just, just checking. Yeah, right. I know they both deviate quite a bit. But, they do. Uh, I think we forgive a lot more for the X-Men because they're watchable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also they all have sort of... You can tell them apart. You can tell them apart. They're recognisable. Like, it, they're recognisable as what as their source material. <laughs> yes. As, as being, coming from that source material. Like, if you, like if you put a robot next... If you put Michael Bay Megatron next to Cartoon Megatron... And you said, what's the connection? Nobody would pick no, that. No, you wouldn't would know. Say, yeah. You wouldn't know. Mm. Next question. Have you ever tried to transform one of the new Transformers from the movies, like the actual toys? I thought you were going to say, have I ever tried to transform? <laughs> have you? As a child and then like a couple of weeks ago. But... Sure. <laughs> but yeah, yeah have, you ever, have you ever had a go at they one look, of the new yeah, toys? Yeah, I think you loaned me more. You it wasn't mine, it was my brother's. Oh, yeah. right. uh-huh. It was like a finger Who bought trap. it as an adult, <laughs> yes. we should point out. <laughs> it was like a finger trap. Yeah, like, yeah. It's... Maybe I'm an idiot, but I remember them being a lot We're simpler. We're definitely idiots. Okay, yeah. good. Okay. Do you think they should introduce a Transformer called Optimus Prime and he changes into a moose or a bowl of moose? Yeah. Good. Both. He can be, he can be a triple changer. Triple changer. We have the technology. He becomes a, <laughs> a, a moose, the animal, and a bowl of moose. Yes. Two options. Um, do you think in the new movie there will be a bit where a human falls really far and then a Transformer... Catches him. At the, yeah. like, at the, the last, last second. Minute. In a big robot hand? Definitely. Yeah. This isn't a question, but I'll frame it as a question. Okay. Let's do a... Sounds like a threat more than anything. Go ahead. <laughs> Let's have a Starscream impersonation competition. Okay. You ready? You go yep. first. <clears throat> Wait, I'll go first. Okay. Mighty Megatron! Megatron! <laughs> okay, good. Right in, listeners. Yep. Who was best? In fact, figure out who was who. who. Why would most people wouldn't even know? Okay. Would you rather see? This is the last question. Okay. Would you rather see? I like that. That's his only memorable thing that he says. Also, I like how we both prepped for it as well. Like clear the throats. Yeah. <laughs> like... I made a stance like I was a Shakespearean actor. <laughs> Would you rather see Michael Bay Transformers movies forever or they cancel it, we never see another Transformers movie? Michael Bay Transformers movies forever. Okay. Because, you know... Better than nothing? No, not even that. I just want to see how ridiculous they go. Sure. Like, if he had, like if, if he had to keep making them, where would that where would that go? Yeah, yeah. Fair point. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, didn't, I wasn't going to say that, but you've changed my mind. I agree. You were going to say no more Transformers yeah. movies ever. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because... It doesn't matter. I would say, statistically, he has to produce at least one good film at some point, right? Yeah, but also, statistically, you could do this forever, and there has to be a director who just makes terrible movies forever. And That's also a good, a good point. You're, you're absolutely right. <laughs> if we're going to bring statistics then into statistically, it, there has to be a, a, a successful movie director who just is never makes a never, good movie. Yeah, he never makes a good movie. You're right. The future of the franchise, though, Mason. Yes. Remember that guy we are talking about who was a producer before? Uh-huh. This is what he said about it. I think um, one of the things that people underestimate about the Transformers mythology is how rich it is. If, if, uh, if actually, how rich it will make us. Yeah. If you actually look at the Bible, if you would, there's an enormous number of characters 
There's a hell of a lot of storylines. Is he claiming to? Is he saying he wants to introduce Bible characters? I hope so. That's all no, he means. The Transformers Bible. Yeah, right? I yeah. assume so. Or yeah. he means Russell Crowe's Noah from the movie Noah. Oh yeah, I would love that. Mm. So yeah, as I said, they've considered doing it in space. Now, also, I hate prequels. Well, what, what do you want to see? Sorry, what would you like? To I'd see like to see can... Unicron. Yep. Uh do I see Galvatron? Yeah, I'd like to see Galvatron. No, actually, I don't know if I would because. Cartoon Megatron and Cartoon Galvatron are quite distinctive characters, mm. but cart- like movie Galvatron would be about the same as movie Megatron, yeah. so it doesn't really make any He'd difference. He'd probably be more jagged. Though. Yeah, more, certainly more jagged. <laughs> uh, I'd like to see some sort of battleship transformer. Oh yeah, that'd, that'd be, be cool. Good. Is there one? Uh, I'm sure there is, but I can't remember off the yeah, top of my head. sure. Uh, it's a boat one that rusts. Yeah, definitely. Boto Rusto? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, mm. cool. I'd love to see, um, aside from Unicron... I hate prequels. I don't mm. like them. Uh-huh. Except for Temple of Doom, which right. is the best movie ever made. I want to see a prequel set on Cybertron. Ah, oh, yeah, okay. Just cool. all robots. All robots all the time. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. You know? You played those Fall of Cybertron, yep. Cybertron games, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're good. Pretty good, yeah. And uh, the stories are pretty good for a video game. And mm-hmm. i like to see some of that. Okay. You don't think it'll be an absolute, just tidal wave of grey and brown yeah it will be but yeah. I don't want okay I want to see that but I don't want to see Michael Bay do it okay why doesn't he just hand it to somebody else because he's been, 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 I'm making the, the money moolah, gesture the cash the moolah gesture Mason yes hang on let me think if I want to think of any others well I got something That's else to say okay. about this if they're going to keep putting, say your piece if man. they're going to if they're going to keep putting like these dull human characters in it mm-hmm. why can't we have the exosuits that they have in the, the movie Transformers the movie yeah, yeah. Okay. at least well, if they're going into space, we could do that. Exactly. Yeah, okay. Is it Spike or Daniel Witwicky? One of them Witwicky. Yeah, I got yeah. that wrong in my video, apparently. Uh-huh. Um, who cares? But that he's got it turns into a car and you, mm. s- you clump around in it. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, yeah. That's mm. what I think. Okay, cool. Any Transformers you want to see in particular? No, just Unicron. <laughs> just Unicron. That's it. I want what? to see it eating a planet. That would be pretty good. That would be good. Maybe the moon? Oh. Maybe the dark of the moon. Oh. <laughs> that must be. Is that named after the pink? No, it's not the same. I know that. That's must echo the Pink Floyd. I think they were probably going to call it Dark Side of the Moon, and there's some sort of legal wrangling where they're like, actually, we're not allowed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because people like that. Mm. People like Dark Side of the Moon. People like Dark Side of the Moon, exactly. Well, Mason, if if that's all we're going to talk about for the movies for today, Mm -hmm. I'm exhausted. (laughs) It's an exhausting topic. (laughs) Because we have to have passion for something that is probably not very good. Yeah. But again... For some reason, I'm kind of looking forward to Transformers 4. Me too, for 4. Thank you. Good. good. <laughs> we know what it's time for then, Mason. Yes. What are we reading? What are we going to oh, read? What are we reading? What are we going to read? I'm doing the thing. What are we reading today? I'm going to recommend you read, and I'm going to try and track some down. I might have the actual physical issue somewhere. Yeah. I'm going to track down some of my old Transformers UK. Okay. Comments. Give them a read. I would Some love of the that. British issues. Are you going to say give them to me to read and I'll read them? Or are you uh, going to read them? I probably... I, they might be very difficult to find, but... You son of a bitch. Yeah, no, right. Could I download them? Yeah. All right, I'll do that. Mm. Okay, and there you remember them being quite good. Really good, yeah. Okay, cool. Mm. Well, I've never read a Transformers comic, Mason, before this week. Yeah, yeah. So I jumped into it. Uh-huh. And by that, I mean I read one and part of another. Uh-huh. So the one, the first one I read was called Transformers uh, Last Stand of the Wreckers. Okay. Familiar with the Wreckers? I'm familiar with the Wreckers from the '80s. Sure. What do they do in the '80s? Uh, they were like a like a trend, like an auto, Autobot strike team. Did they come in like a Wreckers ball? Yeah, they sure did. They sure did. Uh, yeah, 
Uh, is Impact is still a member of the team? Yes. He's got a like a harpoon hand? Yeah, something. He's got something Great. going on. Something favorite. like that. Yeah, yeah. They're like a ragtag group, aren't they? And they, yeah. infil- they do infiltrating missions. Yeah, yeah. But this uh, comic run, it basically sees them go to this prison planet, which is run by, what's his name? Uh, the Oval- uh, guy called Overlord. If you're familiar I with think him. he's new. I think he must be new, yeah. But basically, Overlord hates Megatron for because everyone hates Megatron. Right, right. And so he set up this prison Megatron. planet. Megatron! <laughs> So he sets up this this like prison planet where he just gets where basically even the Decepticons and the Autobots are like trapped there and he just like makes them like he just pits them against each other. You love recommending prison media comics. set in prisons. Yeah. I do. Prison Break season two. Oh no, sorry, that's the one where they're on the run. Uh-huh. Prison Break season one and season three. Not season two. Back in the habit of being in prison. <laughs> These tattoos are useless now. Mm-hmm. Sweet callback. Very thanks. Um, but he he sets up this thing to set up Megatron's sorry to get Megatron's attention because he wants to have a, a fight with Megatron, uh-huh. and basically they send in the wreckers to um, they're looking for this particular thing which I won't spoil if you're gonna what if you're gonna read it, and to release the Autobots and whatever whatever uh-huh. it's cool art and whatever but for me because I never read one and I haven't kept up with the Transformers mythology right. I jumped in and immediately I'm like I don't know who any of these people are right because there's very few original characters in it that I recognise uh-huh. they recognise. <laughs> <laughs> they they mention like you know your Optimus Primes and you see a bit of Megatron and whatever uh-huh. whatever but it's 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 mostly newer characters and because they all look like robots yeah yeah, yeah. it's kind of confusing well I found it a bit confusing initially to be like who's who what's happening right, right. but it's it's a decent read I wouldn't as someone who as I said never read a Transformers comic it's yep. not the best one to start on right but apparently it's a it, well it is it is good and probably even better if you've been keeping up well you with know what them. you could do because mm. the wreckers were created in the Transformers UK comic so ah, you can go back and read those okay and have a feel for kind of the origin and uh bloody uh, do it yeah figure, bloody figure do that it. Whole, whole thing out yeah I've got another one though that I just started reading uh-huh. this morning because you made us record it on Saturday. I couldn't finish it, Mason. So <laughs> this is on you. No, yep. But uh, it's called All Hail Megatron uh-huh. and it acts as like a soft reboot or a jumping off point for Transformers. So all the all the Autobots and Decepticons you recognize. Yep. I've only read like one issue. issue they got a sassy new attitude. <laughs> sure do. They look like the classic, you know, kind of Generation 1 kind of style and it's basically Megatron and Decepticons wrecking New York City. This is initially uh-huh. while the Autobots are hiding on Cybertron, basically. Mm. And I'm assuming there'll be some kind of regroup or whatever. And it started off really well, and that's definitely a better jumping-off point. For me, I was like, oh, I understand this. Right. Cool. Also, it's got an awesome cover. Do you want to see it? Yes. This is good radio. It sure is. What are we reading today? Oh, God, i got to go right back to the start. This bloody comicsology app, Mason. Yeah, I know, right? It's really busted my balls, you know? Yeah. Here we go. Minimalistic. That is nice. Okay, yeah. that looks good. Yeah, it is cool. Mm. So yeah. who publishes that? Is that IDW or Dreamwave? Ah, uh, yeah, IDW. Okay, yeah, cool, yeah. nice. So yeah, looks pretty exciting. It does. I'll read that too. Anything else to Transformers? No. Nope. Recommenders? Nah. All right. Well, Mason, we got a lot of um, emails this week on people being the official this and the official that. Oh sure, yep. Mm-hmm. Fifty plus maybe plus Twitter. Officiated. They're all officiated. <laughs> yeah, they're all official. Even the ones that. Even the ones that uh, conflict with one another, yeah. it's fine. It's fine, totally. I, I, we can't read them all out, right? We absolutely cannot. Um, our friend Ralph, uh, yes. Ralph from Cape Gloss, good guy, uh, friend of the show, uh, host of Movie he, Mandate. That's right. Who shouted us out this he week? He did. Which was very nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he wanted to Movie be Mandate the, podcast. Yeah. Go check it out. He wanted to be the official sexy lady of the podcast. And look, I mean, ideally, I would have liked that title to go to an actual sexy lady listener of the podcast. But listen, he got in first. <laughs> 
He's got the can-do attitude. He's got those bombshell good looks or whatever. It's it's his now. So and he got in first. And he got in first. Which exactly, you said yeah. I know, but yeah. I think that's the it, most it important. Counts for a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Daniel Tonks has written in though, Mason. He's got a question. Okay. If we were stuck on an island, I'd had kill to- you. I'd kill you and eat you. <laughs> We were going to get rescued in this scenario. It was still... Yeah, no, definitely. I'd kill you. Okay, yeah. cool. I mean, how do I know? I mean, you just said that, but whatever. Maybe you're lying. You're a liar. stranded on an island with a liar. I'll kill you and I'll eat you. <laughs> if you guys were stuck on an island and had to choose one comic to read until help comes, yep. what would it be? Until help comes, Mason. We don't wow. need to kill each other oh. for comics. <laughs> you sure? Why I open Okay, what are, you, what are you going to do? You gonna... I would pick Fables... Because it goes forever. Yeah, okay. And it's good. And I'm right. pretty much up to date on it. And it's coming to an end soon. Okay. And I like comic runs that come to an end. Yeah, good. Because they stop when they're still good. Mm. Um, and Invincible, because that's not coming to an end, but it's still got over 100 issues and it's also great. Are you assuming in this scenario that you'll get airdropped like new issues of, of yes. this comic? Has <laughs> yes, that's right. He huh. said a comic. It's you weird didn't... that they couldn't rescue you. <laughs> they could only drop single issues of a comic book. <laughs> but because the plane didn't have wheels. Oh, okay, right. So... <laughs> Could it land on the beach? It's some sort of Michael Bay design monstrosity and he's forgotten to put wheels on it. Okay, fine. What about you? I would probably read uh, Starman. Which okay, is, uh, I read Starman. Uh, which is about 80 issues. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's a, a really good saga. And uh, yeah, Who writes do. the Starman? Uh, James Robinson. But he doesn't anymore because it's finished. Oh. But it was really good. I love anything that's capped off. Mm. That's a super good, super good solid story. Okay, cool. Yeah, I think I've recommended it before, but... Get in yeah. there, yeah. I will. You can probably get on a Comixology for something. Dot for com? an amount of money. Dot org? Yeah. Are you familiar with the new Comixology setup? No. It's real annoying. How so? Well, okay, they, they updated the app because they were bought by Amazon probably uh-huh. or one of them. I don't know. <laughs> sure. But so now you can't make in-app purchases oh. because Apple take a significant cut of that. Right. So now you have to go to the Comixology website, find the thing. That you want to buy. Yep. And then start up the and app then and add it to it. Yep. But... So often when I download something, it doesn't sync immediately. Right. So um, it might take anywhere between zero minutes and an hour for Ooh. it to appear on the app. That's incredibly which annoying. Which is real annoying. The Kindle, the Kindle is the same. You have to go to Amazon's like web page yeah. and buy. But that's pretty much instantaneous. So. Yeah. Good. Wow. Technology, eh? I wouldn't... Look, I understand that, of course, you don't want to lose that chunk of profits to Apple, mm-hmm. who essentially are providing only the app hosting. Right. And that is it. Uh-huh. But at least make it so they, they talk to each other. Right, right. You know exactly, what I mean? yeah. Jesus. Well, that's one of your crazy <laughs> rants out of the way. Vanji is written in though, Mason. V-A-N-G-I. Did I say that right? Yes, I did. I don't know. Go for you. <laughs> one more thing. There was the rest of this email, but this is the, the bit that I'm going to read out. Okay, right. It's a lovely email. You don't sound like the kind of people who would do cosplay, but if you had to, what character would you choose to dress up um, and perhaps to go to a convention or whatever's. What do you think? I had thought about this. Sure. Uh, and we've talked a lot about Death's Head on this podcast. Yes. I would do Death's Head cosplay. Okay. And it'd be it'd be like an elaborate one, like with like stilts and stuff, because <laughs> he's really big. He's like eight feet tall or whatever. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Or yeah. He, he varies, but like his human his human size ish form is like eight nine feet tall. So okay. Cool. Like kind of stilts and kind of a frame and whatever. Love it. Yeah. All good. right. Yeah. Would you make it yourself? Would you spend I'm months? not capable of making myself. I'd probably <laughs> farm that out to somebody. Sure. I don't know. I think I've had an extraordinary amount of time. Yeah, yeah. Like years, I could probably put one together, but <laughs> I don't. I'm, I'm very. I've got a lot of uh, respect for people who can just be like, I'm going to be this character. 
like in a couple of months, and they just—it's incre- incredible. The, I love a good cosplay. Yeah. I think you've said this before. You love a good cosplay. You love a bad cosplay. Yep. You like all cosplay, like a cardboard cosplay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Have you seen those cosplays that they're basically they're transformers and people like wear the suit and then they kind of can fold into yes, a car? Yes, that's great. Yeah, they're pretty good, mm-hmm. eh? Yeah. I'm. Fam- I don't even. I. Uh, you know what? Maybe not to go as, but I always, I was, I would always love to put on like an Iron Man suit uh-huh, just sure. to see how that goes. Yeah, you know cool. what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't but it mean. seems real clunky to walk around in and. Yeah, well, this death's head thing would be very clunky. So <laughs> I mean, you're on stilts. It'd be very dangerous. I'd Hasn't he got wheels on the bottom of his feet sometimes? No. I wish he you're did. You're thinking of Iron Man when he's with, with his, when he's in roller skate mode. Real thing. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Fantastic. Also, um, Ryan Gorman sent a sweet hands, goat hand solo picture, which I'll Fantastic. show you. He did a sketch, which I'll, Love it. Which I'll show you mm. after the show. But Fantastic. that is the show, Mason. It was a longer one this week because the, like the Transformers movies, <laughs> they've wasted all our times. That's, so that's the moral here. I apologize. Yeah, me too. Next week, I hope we all learn something or something. <laughs> I know I didn't. Next week, more Transformers, though, Mason. We're going to be talking about great Dark of the Rise of the Dino Man. Does that mean I have to watch it? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> When's it coming out? Thursday. Thursday. Oh. Thursday here. Friday overseas. Oh. You have, if you're overseas, Mason, it'll be Friday. I'm going to be overseas. Thank okay, so, yeah. so, like you said, though, you are looking forward to it. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I know I'm going to be crushingly disappointed, but maybe I should keep an open mind. Optimus Prime looks better in this one. Yeah, I guess so. And like I said, they've they seem to have taken on board the fact that people have complained that all the characters look the same, and they seem to look a little more distinctive in the trailer, at least. Yeah. Maybe that's just you can tell the difference between a dinosaur and Optimus Prime. Correct, I so, can. <laughs> it's true. It is Optimus Prime riding the dinosaur, not the other way around. That's right. Hmm. All right. Thanks, everyone. Wait, we should say other things. Oh, shit, yeah. Thanks to the Brute and Basilisk for the theme music. Of course. You should find us on uh, at Weekly Planet Pod at Twitter, Facebook, Gmail. Absolutely. Actually, no, what I thought, because we, we're, we're both on the Twitters. Yeah. Where are you? Um, Mr. Sunday Movies. I'm at Wikipedia Brown, but yeah. I was thinking that don't maybe you I mean follow us but you should also follow each other and I was thinking that because it could be tricky like yeah. but our, our our followers and fans and whatever listeners yeah. fans fans is a weird word uh, friends of the show friends of the show <laughs> they, you guys all send us a lot of really interesting stuff and fun stuff and yeah. good jokes and whatever I think what I'm probably going to do at this point is when I respond to somebody I'll put the little dot before their name yeah. so everybody who's following me can see like the conversation okay. and if you just want to jump in on that you, you, you're reading it you want to jump in on that you've got awesome. some opinions just Jump in on that. I didn't even know you could do that. Yeah, just have a little, have some chats. With the stuff. dots. Yeah, put the dots. I don't know much about Twitter. I know. We should do more on the Weekly Planet Pod Twitter as well. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Let's do that. Nah. <laughs> it's like a lot of work. <laughs> it sure does, Mason. Mm. I just think there was anything else we're going to say. No. That, oh, yeah. If you've got an opinion on the movie, tweet us or email us. It. Mm. Keep it short or whatever, hopefully. And we'll try nah, and make, get it real long. make it real long. <laughs> real long and rambly, all caps. That's what I like. <laughs> we'll, try, we'll try and get some opinions, though. Yeah, but if people want to... And also, if, if people want to tell me about... Because I'm sure we missed some really sweet, terrible stuff in those Transformers movies. No if, you want, if somebody wants to email and tell us their favourite bit, I would love to reminisce on a really terrible bit. <laughs> you know, you love to reminisce on a really terrible thing. That has been this episode, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, yeah, we just did that for an hour. I feel, have we been too harsh on the Transformers in general? No. <laughs> No. Good mythology? Uh, the cartoon one is, yeah. Yeah. The comic book um, one, definitely. Yeah. Okay, great. There you go. Movie one, toilet. <laughs> That's how we end a podcast. Toilet. Yep. On the word toilet. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 